this week on Log It, the 12th episode, I believe. We have a guest with us, Andy Z, is back to talk Nightcrawler, selected by one of your hosts, Ian. The other host is me, Caleb, and we're talking movies. What's up, Ian and Andy? What's up? What's cracking? I really do like that intro song. It's perfect. It was a really good pick. How are you guys doing? Good. Real Dude, good. So good. <laughs> yeah. It's my Friday. Happy Friday. It's your Friday for the next 10 days. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you said you're going camping. Going to go camping. Cool. Going to go to the San Juan Islands. Where's that? It's up north. It's a chain of islands. So there's the Lopez, Orcas. Oh, that's fun. Might take a dip in the water. Very nice. Might go skateboarding. Skateboarding. Right on. Yeah, sometimes a lot of the campgrounds have like nice paved roads. Interesting. Yeah, so you can just cruise around. It's it's pretty fun. That's cool. Longboarding? Not longboarding, but it but like cruise boarding. Wait, boarding. if you're cool. gone for ten days, what? I'm not going camping the whole time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna like say, probably like the first four days. I was gonna say, how are you gonna uh, do the next? podcast if you're camping that's a conversation for another day <laughs> <laughs> Caleb and I have to have off the air so I quit going living in the woods <laughs> I'm a woods guy now I might become a hermit well we are back this week Ian is back after a small oh, yeah. break uh, with family and mm. uh, back for his pick you showed up for an Avenger style post credit scene last week it was cool i kind of felt like yeah like i whipped my sunglasses like i came out of the shadows to drop my wreck <laughs> two cents a little cameo yeah i was uh, i was gonna what's his name <laughs> Sam Jackson. nick fury nick fury <laughs> i thought you were asking what your guest's name was i was like oh <laughs> no 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 nick fury i was yeah, nick yeah, fury yeah. yes you did the yeah yeah I thank see, you I thank see you what you're saying and you picked the Nightcrawler this week, Jake Gyllenhaal, Dan Gilroy, which I'm excited to talk about. I enjoyed seeing it. So I don't think I mm-hmm. saw that since it had come out in theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a second, only a second time. And it had been, which I don't, I can't even remember that came out. What was it? Um, 20, 2014. 14. Okay. Wow. So it's been a while, yeah. but that was really fun to watch. Almost 10 years. It's crazy. Almost 10 years. Oh, it's yeah, wild. It's man. Oh it feels like a new movie in my mind still. Well, yeah. it's funny, Caleb, because when I was recommending it, I was like, I'm excited to watch a movie from 2019. I thought it was from 2019. Ooh. I'm such a fool. It's the four and the nine. It's the four and the nine. It's yeah. Similar. That's similar. But no, I just, I just, I, it is, I don't know. I just feel like it came out like a couple years ago. I didn't yeah, know it was. It's aged really well too. Watching it, it, it holds up. Really yeah, well too. I thought. Yeah, they still have the same cars and stuff. <laughs> True. Um, There's still cars. Speaking still cars. of Sam Jackson, I mm. wanted to ask you guys about Secret Invasion, but then I thought, mm. wait a minute, no, this is a you. movie podcast. Andy actually brought something up about that. Yeah. What do you guys think about logging shows, TV shows? Mm. Is that okay? Is that not okay? What do you guys feel? I I used to be kind of a stickler on mm-hmm. doing it. I I don't do it because I just don't really watch that many TV shows or series. Really? And I, yeah. Mm. So, but I, I don't care if anyone does it. I think that's fine. Mm. I, you know, it does confuse me because sometimes it pops up as a movie, but then it's like 
767 minutes and you're like what yeah and then yeah you're like, oh it's, it's a series well i mean um, a whole series is like one long movie that's true andy which that's is true. W- w- what makes me feel like it's okay to log it i think it's more than yeah. fine i don't i actually don't care i just don't, don't do you it. don't care you don't care but you don't, don't do it yeah oh, but that's because but again, you don't just, you don't watch you said i just right. don't really watch tv that much yeah. okay. or like shows like like Caleb brought brought up Secret Invasion, right? Yeah, freaking snooze invasion. I couldn't even finish. It. <laughs> I did. I, I haven't even started. I was. That's too. Why I wanted to ask you guys because it was just yeah. so bad. I just wanted to hear mm. if you guys had watched. It was just sad, especially you know with Samuel Jackson. I watched mm-hmm. um, one of my last four. Oh yeah, it was. So this will come up. But one of my last four was mm. Sphere. If mm. you guys have ever. So it's this no. movie from 1998. It's like a, it's really good. So I'll save it. But Samuel Jackson's in that. So I finished Secret Invasion, and like a day or two later, I watched mm. Fear, where he's really good in it. And I was like, man. Well, let me ask you this, Caleb. Did you log it? I did. Oh, you did. Whoa, no, no, no. Oh, sh- okay. So now I yeah. need to answer your question. I thought yeah. you meant Sphere. Yeah. <laughs> not- <laughs> oh, Sphere, not Fear. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sphere. Sphere. Got Sphere, it. Sphere. Yeah probably mumbled it so i don't log tv shows but it's more so i kind of talked about this previously too it's more that i just like a i'm kind of like ian where i don't watch that many tv shows anymore because they're such a big time commitment right like Mm. i like movies because they're just like kind of bite-sized 90 like if i have like you know if it's eight o'clock and i have nothing to do i can watch a movie but if i start a tv Mm. show at 8 p.m i'm going to be up till 4 a.m if i get into oh because you get 700 minutes you like you can't just watch one episode you mean it's real and i'm Mm. like i'm insomniac nocturnal type already so one could say a night crawler yeah (laughs) oh yeah dude i can't wait to talk about that but Um, i have no problem with it either but also logging movies alone is a chore for me mm. oh and really so just doing that yeah for me it's actually like i it's something that i always forget to do and oh. like wait what do you mean i just like will sometimes forget to log a mo- like i'll watch a movie and i'll be like oh i need to log it and i was like oh, oh I'll get I it later and then you're I not forget. whipping your phone right off the bat no lately it's been like a, a day later mm. uh, you yeah, know what me that. too because also, I don't want to go on my phone right away and see messages hey. from people when I'm still soaking the movie in, or see, oh, you know, yeah, where like I got not always, you got a point, you know. Well, no one texts me, so so I can just I just whip mine out. <laughs> I say I also go on my phone while I watch movies. Totally, I'm sounding like a major. Oh, bro, we all double screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wait, it happens. Sorry, yeah, I don't want to go on this to, tangent, but. but do you guys have the Letterbox app on your phones? Of course, yeah. it's the only app I okay, have. For sure. Yeah, respect. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then do you log each episode or are you doing per season or do you do once you finish the whole show? I think it's after the season's done. I don't think you're allowed. I don't think you're able to log an episode. It's the whole series. Yeah, it's the whole series. Yeah. So once that bothers me too, because what if I watch two seasons of a show and I don't finish it? Then I'm like, there's a a log. No, I'm sorry. It is per season. Okay, okay. So you can, yeah, so you can do a like re- log a season oh that makes more sense but yeah. what if i watch yeah, two episodes comp- well right. then you didn't watch right. those then you know <laughs> yeah. you don't you didn't finish the story gone. that's like watching half a movie yeah. that's true that's, good point. that's fair that's fair that's fair how can i say what i thought about a season yeah. andy it seems like you like to you want to log shows but you're having some internal dilemma yeah well you know i had i had this goal of mine of watching a hundred movies 
and reviewing, not only watching them, they had to be new. And I had to write a review for every single one. And as you both know, I did that. I'm at 144 movies. Yeah, thanks, man. That's great. But a friend of mine, he's doing 365 movies, a movie a day. That's right. And I actually just checked today. He's 20 behind, so you better pick it up. Oh, boy. But um, (laughs) some double features. (laughs) I was going to ask, is he watching a movie every day or will he like like, like, do like three in a day? Yeah, he'll binge. Sometimes he won't. But um, he called me out. Are you really? Tell me. Yeah, he called me out. He was like a... Hey man, he texted me. He was like, "Hey man, um, uh, we said I just want to make sure that uh, you're doing movies, not shows." I saw that you did like man. a show, and like I was like, "Well," and but and then like of course, like I'm gonna get defensive. So I was like, "Well, yeah. it, I would think that it's okay to log a show because right. it takes more dedication to finish a whole season of." you know, seven 45 minute episodes rather than sitting down and watching a two hour, Mm. two and a half hour movie, you know? So I feel like it should be okay. And he was, did you say this to him? I, yes, of course. I did. Okay. Because I was like, cause I was like, I want to hear what, and then, and then at this, and then I was like, and by the way, you're watching 10 minute films (laughs) that you (gasps) find on HBO. And like so, oh, he's watching so the if, movie. There's ones yeah. from like the 30s that are like yeah. 13 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I'm yeah. like, how can how can you be able to watch that and I and log that and I can't log mm. a show? And he was like, well, those are films. Those are movies. They're just 10 minutes. Wow. And I was like, ah, agree to disagree, dude. I'm gonna keep logging my shows, and you do your here's thing. The thing. What you're watching is very long movies. Right, you can say that they're very long movies where he's watching very short movies. Right, you know what I mean. Right, like he's calling you out. So well, he's I, calling I, me I out because it's not a movie; it's technically a show. But he's he's actually watching a here's, movie. Here's the deal, Andy. I'll make you two hundred short films in. And I'll send those all to you and I'll name them all different things. And you can log all of them and be like, what? I watched 40, 30 second movies. You just post your stories on your stories mm-hmm. and Instagram. Oh, yeah. And I count those. <laughs> those are all short films. But then yes. you should upload all, yeah, but you, all your Vine uploads. Yeah, but then you're going to have to put them on, on Letterboxd so that I can review them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will. That's yeah. smart. You should do that. Well, hopefully he's not listening. <laughs> he's a listener. Yeah, I don't mean. I don't mean anything okay. Personal. Well, you just raked him over the coals. Uh, you didn't talk <laughs> no, to me. I you didn't. didn't. We had this conversation already. This is a movie pod. Uh, huh? I had the conversation with my friend. Oh, right. like we already hopefully talked about he'll, it. He'll be flattered. He's like, oh wow, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. About, yeah. They're talking about me on a podcast. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is a movie podcast. Whether it's you know, there's it's a good we're point. Gonna, it's a fair question. We're gonna run into problems, you know. So I guess I guess our for our friend listening, my real question would be: What's the difference then? What's the line? I guess at well, what point his argument is, is Scors- that a series, right? But I'm saying if, right. if but if he's counting a short film, so if we're not saying a movie is like an hour to you know minimum, if we're saying mm. it counts as ten minutes, then why can't Andy's TV show seasons count as a? But movie? Andy, are you logging it? Yes. Or are you not able to find them? Uh, well. <laughs> So again, like how you said before, sometimes it's not there. But if I see right. it, 
I don't, I don't, okay, I don't it. look for it. But sometimes, if it's like a new, you know, like a show that's like popular, yeah, yeah. you know, it always says like what's trending, like the shows that are trending. Or, oh, I see. Sometimes it's a show that I've seen. I was like, oh, I'll log it, but I don't look it's for it. I don't finish a Did series and like every show that you watch either. No, like I, I was gonna say, is mm, the Sopranos on? I there? know the Bears not on there, or else I would have logged it. Yeah. See, that's weird. I wonder. What, I wonder what the. I guess someone has to create that profile for the for the series or something. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll, also, another question: Who's who hmm. does that? Who puts in the movie? Uh, Can we no. do it? I think people do do it because oh. I I notice when you look at like the most anticipated yeah. releases, a lot of them are like like someone made one for Avatar Five. You know what I mean? Like I right. think some people are just creating them. So there's yeah, a way to submit just, them. It's oh. I couldn't figure out how to do like, it because yeah. there was a movie I watched once that wasn't on there and I didn't know mm. what or a TV show. I can't remember what, but yeah, because like I also thought like uh, what was that show? The Last of Us. I feel like that should have been on mm. there and it's not. Oh sure, you That's know, and like that was pretty s- cinematic, honestly. Yeah, it's prestige TV. Yeah, yeah. it really is. So, so and then like like I would count True Detective season one yeah. prestige TV. <laughs> yeah, but in my mind, that's like a complete enough story. No, I mean like it's pres- like as in like it's really good. It should count as a movie then. Well, I'm saying what well, Andy was saying. It's like it's really cinematic, so it should be. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Or no, I'm saying is like it's I'm surprised that it's like because it's so good. It's such a like well acclaimed show. I'm surprised it's someone hasn't created it as something to log. Right. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Which is what I'm like same thing with with so like how, True Detective yeah. or something. Like how is it that a show like The Last of Us isn't on there but like this like weird like prime show about mm. like the 60s is on there that I actually did watch as well. I'm like, I was gonna say that what sounds show pretty good. Uh, Nick, Nikki and the Sixes or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, the the music show. Yes, yes. I mean that what that didn't that was nowhere near as good as the Last of Us. But Last of Us doesn't sure. get get on like we don't have it on Letterbox. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, so Andy, you know what you gotta do right. <clears throat> Strike. Well, that, but also you have to make it. <laughs> But so we we're we do so then we as letterbox subscribers can make them. Mm. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking cuz like I was saying like there's like people that watch lists like movies I've never even heard of that aren't being released for like 4 years. That's true. So, like, you know what I mean? That yeah. is also true. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, let's look into that. Hmm investigative journalism yeah. interesting kind of like our movie so it has to be on a service called the movie database which is okay. tmdb it's letterbox uses the tmdb api but it is not endorsed or certified by tmdb so it seems like if it's on tmdb it'll be on letterbox and if it's on tmdb you can submit a link of it on tmdb to letterboxd hmm I don't know what those mean. What's TMDB? It's a just the a movie database. database? That, it's just some oh, random database they seem to have chosen for their sourcing all of their like movie metadata and everything. Mm. They should use IMDB. Right. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah, random. I didn't know true. there was another movie database. How many do mm. we need? I'm sure I'm sure they'll get it all sorted out. I feel like Letterboxd is getting bigger by the day. They've got so, it under control. Yeah. We want the last of us. Oh, you're getting it in there? So it's on PMDB, which means it should be on Letterboxd. Oh, maybe it's on now. The last days of the USSR is on there. 
That that can't be it. It looks kind of similar. Hmm. Maybe I watched the wrong show. Was Gorbachev in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Alright, I'm sorry. I also have to turn on my air. You guys I'm sorry if you're waiting on me. It's okay. We we want to get down to the bottom of this. We'll wait. We'll let we'll let your listeners wait because this is very important. So should I'm we vamp? To... Let's vamp it up. Okay. <clears throat> oh. Oh, you have to request a TV show. Oh, interesting. Oh. You have to email them and say you want the last of us <laughs> on Letterboxd. <laughs> I'm sure someone's done it already. I'd be surprised if not. It's taking a while. They got to get on it. Yeah. Yeah, the show's g- gone. No one cares about that show anymore. That show's over. <laughs> yeah. They're not doing season two? Spoilers, baby. They, no, they, they are. are. I'm sure they are. But you mean, I mean, no one's talking about it anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did you watch it, Ian? I loved it. Absolutely oh, see? It. So you do watch series. Yeah, but it's like stuff like that. Like, like that is probably the last thing that I finished. I think. Mm, yeah. Think it was good. Know. It was amazing. I loved it. It was am- yeah, I loved it. And also anything Pedro Pascal's in, I'm I'm in. Give me a break. Yeah. Unbearable weight of massive talent. I haven't seen that yet. I do want to see Which that. one? I didn't hear. <clears throat> the unbearable weight of massive talent. Do you see that one? Is is with he Nicolas in- Cage and Pedro and- Pascal? Oh, oh, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, mm. I did. I I like that, that one too. Was, I thought it was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. That that was kind of like his like first comeback movie. Uh Nicolas Cage? Cage. I would say so. Really? Because I mean like he he was I'd have to think. Didn't he do Pig before that? Or Mandy? Or? Oh, you're right. He did do Pig. This was like right. this was like the Renaissance. This is like in the middle True. Of it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Pig was like 2019-ish. Mm. No, 2020, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. 2019. Pig. Which is all but you're right. I need to see that movie. It's it's uh, it's really good. Yeah. It's a nice like movie you watch like on a Sunday or something. You know, it's an easy watch. Yeah, it's very funny. Nope, can't I, do I, it. I wouldn't do it Tuesday. No, I wouldn't do that. I, I mean, you do whatever you want, but I'm going to stick to my Sunday. You like 10 Things okay. I Hate About You? I would do 10 Things I Hate About You on a Tuesday. That's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, actually, I, haven't, I don't know if I've ever actually watched it. What? I've seen it. What? I mean, like, I've, it's one I like saw as a kid. Sure. But you like I don't remember it all. If that yeah. makes sense, like I have like almost no recollection. It's filmed of it. here. Maybe uh, if I watched it again, I'd remember in um, Seattle. Yeah. Who's the heartthrob in that? Heath Ledger, my guy. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, you got to watch that one then. It's you good. really do have to really watch good. it. He sings. Yeah. Um, things. Is that the? It, go ahead. Sorry. No, no I'm, I, I can't. See, I'm mixing the... it up with Never Been Kissed. See, that's why. That's a great movie too. Never been kissed was that other guy that the hockey fell player. Off. Whatever happened to him, dude? He had a <laughs> he just didn't have the charisma, you know? He just couldn't, mm, yeah. He didn't have that TV prestige. You see him like a he has a TV face, <laughs> yeah. He really does. What is that prestige term? TV? Prestige TV. <laughs> Are you just hearing about this now? <laughs> Yeah, this is the first time I've ever heard. Wait, oh, wow! That's you didn't like, make you didn't just make that up? 
No, that's like a thing. That's like when they reference shows like The Last <laughs> of Us or like Chernobyl, like those like really I, like. I thought you were just being funny. I, but no, I was that's like, a thing. That's good, Ian. That's a good bit. No, it's not a bit. It's literally <laughs> the people what they call it. <laughs> Wait, My is bad, David Arquette I... the love the love lead of? Um, no. So he's just another. I don't person think so. It? He's in. He's in. Never been kissed. Is he? Oh, he's the brother. Is he a brother? Maybe. Yeah, might be it. Mm. I don't know. Can't anyway. remember his name. Anyways, yeah. Let's do last four. This has been a meandering intro. I hope um, it's been fun for everybody. Yes. Um, we did talk about like twelve movies already, which is a good start for our movie podcast. Isn't about quality; we're about quantity. So we're True. just trying to talk about as many movies mm. as we can. Truth. We're trying to get them out into the ether. Okay, so Caleb, you and Angela last week were talking about going to the movie theater and kind of like what a slog it can be. You know, uh-huh. it's expensive. Yes, you know, oh, yeah, which claustrophobic. Which I disagreed when I was listening to that on Tuesday. I also did, but let me yeah. finish. Oh. <laughs> okay, good thing it's your Friday. Friday good thing it's your Friday. Um. But uh, but I agree with the cost. It's insane. It's, it's it's insanely expensive. The snacks snack prices are through the roof, you know. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I get nervous about is like, am I gonna like this movie? Sure. I just spent sixty bucks. Like, I want to have a good time. Hmm. And I had a great time at good. the movies because I saw oh. Mission Impossible Part oh. Seven, nice. Part One. Dead Reckoning, parts that movie rocks. Part seven, part one. Yes, I see where you're. So you're saying it was worth it? Exactly, it was worth uh, it. That was a really long. <laughs> I liked it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you have snacks? I did have snacks. Popcorn. I had a ice cream, uh, Snickers ice cream bar, which was delicious. Ooh. It was so good. It was delicious. Okay. Loved the movie. It's fantastic. Had a great time. I was hooting, and hollering the entire way. <laughs> the guys in front of me did not like me, but that's fine. Oh, you were one of those. You know, I'm clapping. I'm having. It's a packed theater, man. We're seeing Mission Impossible, so it was great. Okay, fine. Okay. What do you do? I stay silent. Oh, weird. Even if it's like, if there's like something that's crazy going on, I hold it in because I don't want to disturb someone else's movie experience. I'm oh, not the only one in the theater. But what if other people are doing it? Like, what if the whole crowd? That's is- why. That's why I wait till. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm not the only one doing it. Like the whole crowd was reacting. Well, I that's well, that's why I wait for a couple of weeks to watch a movie that I want to watch, so that there's less people in the theaters, just so that that lessens wow. the chance of hearing other people clap or talk or laugh or you know, because oh, it really does bother me. But what if you're in the theater when everybody's doing it and you join in and you're feeling it? No, mm. I I just don't like like I'll. There's nothing that's gonna like if it's like a something that's laughable, mm. like in the scene. Yeah. Like I don't want to lose. Like it, if everyone laughs, it makes it it quickly gets you off out of the movie. Oh, interesting. And then you and then you kind of have to refocus and be like, okay, like everyone's laughing, like we're all laughing together. But I'm really here just to watch this movie. Like I want to soak in as much as I can. And everyone laughing brings you out of it. I so think. do you not go to comedies? <laughs> I did well, I'm, but I'm talking about like yeah, so you're, a comedy you're just like in your chair, like gripping the seats. Just <laughs> Stop like, laughing! 
I'm talking about okay. That's I, this, it does sound psycho, <laughs> but if it's a comedy, it's you're meant to laugh. But if I'm watching, like I don't if yeah, if I'm watching Oppenheimer, like well, and there's like yeah, a, I'm just gonna say it like this is not caller about- behavior, man. I'm just gonna call, say it like it is. Yeah, <laughs> just I know. I'm well, I'm crazy, dude. I, I'm I'm weird about I'm the things things no, like that. It. If people are clapping at Oppenheimer, like, woo, when the bomb goes off, yeah, that's unhinged behavior. But I'm talking Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise going off a cliff on a motorcycle. If you're not up in your seat clapping, then... Is that what you were doing? No, of course not. But I'm saying, like, if you see that and you're like, oh, like, that's that's the movie experience, Like, I think about when I saw the first Hangover in theaters... And it was just a riot. Like people, it was just, um, it was so oh, yeah. much fun. And just like, every, and I guess that's a comedy, which you've kind of, you kind of went yeah. back on comedies. Yeah, right. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think of like a good one. I guess like the Star Wars, when those came out, it was pretty raucous, but that is very raucous. Too, yeah. Sometimes, but I don't know. Thank no, you. I don't know. I feel, I feel you. I feel you ultimately. I just want to make sure I understood. Hmm. I think maybe, okay, it only matters when I'm really excited about it. Wait, movie. so how could you not agree with me then on the theater experience being ruined in this modern era of everybody talking and being on their phone? Because, because I, because I purposefully, oh, you because go weeks later. I, I wait, yeah, I wait so that, mm-hmm. so that the experience can yeah, just be. You did be, say that fair. Yeah. No, I get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I, Which is maybe you should try. You know, and I would, and I like going during the day and stuff. I assume he's talking to me because I hate yeah. movies. Yeah, matinee shows are the best. But I guess too. I just I do really enjoy watching movies at home now too, and it is. I guess it is comparable, mm. unless it's like a big like movie mm. experience, like Oppenheimer. I assume was probably like a big screen movie that you'd probably right you know, or like um, Dunkirk mm. was incredible on like a big screen. Yeah, and did I really liked watching Dunkirk again? But it was never as good as it was on IMAX right. with like big mm. surround sound. So those experiences I still think are valuable, but if it's like a comedy, which is ironic cause we were just talking about that, but there's like a, like a pretty good movie. I don't care about chances are, I don't want to see it in theaters. I just want to be, I just want to be clear. I'm not like this for all movies. <laughs> like I just, I don't want to like you just, make it. Seem- you just really loved mission impossible. And, you just really love the movie. You know what it is though? It's cause you're really, you're really bouncing off the, the, mutual experience with all the movie goers you know what i mean so like yes i think if it was if it was something that was like if i was watching like women talking or something somber of course like yeah we're we're all gestating the experience is that the right word but anyway it was incredible andy i know you haven't seen the mission impossible movies and i don't want this to be another indiana jones (laughs) fiasco but okay but man those movies, they're a wild ride because gonna... the next movie I watched was Mission Impossible 3. Oh. Nice. 2006. Directed by J.J. Abrams. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Here's the thing. So this is the movie that's supposed to be the return to form of the Mission Impossible series. You had the first one, I think, 98 from Brian De Palma, which was a classic. Mm-hmm. And kind of more of a straight suspense thriller than an action movie. Exactly, Caleb. Yeah. It felt more in tune to like the TV series. Mm, yeah. Or from what I've heard, because I've never seen it. But then you have the next one from 2000, and this was like sensual Tom Cruise. He, this is like eyes wide shut Tom Cruise. He still has the long hair. He's like, it's really goofy. It's John Woo, so there's a lot of slow mo. It's just, it's not a good movie. In fact, it's a really <laughs> bad movie. And then you have this one, Mission Impossible Three which everyone's like Mission Impossible is back. You have Philip Seymour Hoffman, who's amazing in the movie. But after rewatching it, 
tank? I don't know. You didn't guys. hold up? No, it's a good movie, but you know what it is? And I don't think I've watched many J.J. Abrams movies, but it like looked like a TV hmm. movie, like a movie made for TV. Like oh. it's, I don't, I can't, I need to rewatch something else that he's done. Visual quality? Visual quality. There's a few things, like a lot of like the action sequences that are filmed, especially at night, just looked really janky. I couldn't vibe with it. Um, and it's like also um, classic JJ where he introduces all these things and you're just like, wait, what is that? What's rabbit's foot? Who? <laughs> like, anyway, like Philip Seymour Hoffman's really amazing. But then you're like, you don't like, who yeah. is this guy? Like, he's just a guy. Anyway, okay. but I, I will say it's 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 still a fun movie regardless. OK, almost done. After that, I watched Mikey and Nikki from 1976, directed by Elaine May. She's director. She's an actor who was in, I believe, The Graduate. Oh. And she was also a writer as well for a, movies like The Birdcage oh, no way. with um, Robin Williams. But anyway, this is a really good movie. It has Peter Falk and John Cassiavetes. And those two, I guess, do a lot of movies together. I've never seen them together, but like acting side by side. But it was really, really great. It's kind of a... I don't even know how you describe it. Basically, one guy's in trouble, needs help from his friend, and then it's basically just them trying to... Um, survive the night together. It was pretty good. And then finishing it off, Nightcrawler. Watch Nightcrawler. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, it was great. Cool. Yeah. Should I go next or Caleb, you want to go? No, you go ahead, Andy, please. I'm going to start from the most recent to mm-hmm. the last ones that I saw. Cool. Besides Nightcrawler, which I just watched like an hour ago right. uh, to to be fresh. But I saw mm. this movie called Sleeping with Other People. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched that um, two days Allison ago. Allison Brie? Yes. Allison Brie and Jason yeah. Sudeikis. Nice. I really yeah. I really clicked it because of Jason Sudeikis because of Ted Lasso. Oh, interesting. Because um, he was so good in that. And I was never really mm-hmm. a big fan of his until Ted Lasso. Same. Um, Not a big SNL guy? Nope. From the... Nope. Oh, interesting. Nope, nope. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, it was all right. But it was like a good quick movie. And the same thing with his other movie called uh, The Year Between, which came out last year, 2022, which is about this uh, like college dropout who's just going through it. And like, turns out. Oh, that's what you sent us yesterday. Yes. And then I sent you the screenshot, the, the screenshot, her little brother, like they all the all the siblings had just gotten to this big fight. And then, like, his way of apologizing was going into the room and being like, well, I'm about to watch The Matrix, so, like, if you guys want to come, you can. That's so funny. Yeah. And then they do, like, a like maybe, like, a 30-second sh- uh, scene where they're just sitting there mm. and you can hear them watching The Matrix. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But, so both of those movies were, like, a very easy watch. Like, just, mm. you know, like... I was folding my clothes watching these movies, you know, like brainless. But that's only because before those movies, I watched Barbenheimer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I needed a break, dude. And you did the full Barbenheimer experience. Is that correct? I went in. Yes. So me and my friend, same movie friend. Mm. We got there at 1035. Wild. (laughs) And the movie started at 1040. 
in in the morning. And he posted a picture. There were people in line, dude. There were a lot of people there. They're all there for the same movie. <laughs> I know that's wild. <laughs> Literally, we were all, like everyone was there for Oppenheimer opening mm. movie of the day, and like it's also it's just kind of, it's a little comedic to like see like are these like young younger adults just like scrambling like trying to get popcorn into the giant cups and it's like not even it's not even 11 yet and they're like we need more popcorn you know and like we're all just like just trying to watch Oppenheimer (laughs) it was pretty hilarious but um Oppenheimer started around I don't know 10 50 and then three hours of that and then (laughs) took and then shortly after that, Barbie started. How long of, of a gap between the two? Like, did you have like bathroom was, break? Uh, we had a back. Yeah, have- we had a bathroom break. So, okay, I, I would say maybe it was like a thirty minute break in between. Did you guys leave the theater? Nope. Were you guys allowed to? No, I mean, yeah, of course we're allowed to, but I just know like stretch your legs. You know, I went to the bathroom. We sat down. Yeah, maybe oh, I walked a little bit. We got more snacks. And then we sat back down. Oh, actually, you know what I did? Hmm. Um, because I had I didn't know the history of Oppenheimer at all, and mm-hmm. so after the movie, I pretty much spent most of the time just like looking at the his history and like just kind okay. of it's fun. absorbing more and like learning more about what he did after. Based on your stuff. your quick five minute, you know investigation or 30 minute you know how accurate did was it based on like what you read it was accurate but i was more curious about what happened after all that Mm. so like you know his death and like (laughs) but no it was it it, it made the movie that much better Mm, that's good Mm -hmm. you mean wait the researching afterwards Yes, added a lot. So, which um, yeah, which one did you like more? Who won? Well, I'm gonna have to give it to Oppenheimer. Stop and everyone keeps asking me that because <laughs> I wouldn't stop talking about it. Like literally, <sighs> two weeks and from 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 the moment it came out, like the the day that it dropped to the day I saw it. I told everyone, like, I'm watching Barbenheimer two weeks from now on Monday. Like, oh my and like, I was telling, I was so excited. I told everyone, yeah. dude, to the point where yeah. my parents texted me, hmm. like, like at 5 p.m., both of them separately, separate texts. How are the movies? Oh, and awesome. I was like, how did you know? And they're like, you wouldn't shut up like yeah. did you like them awesome. but yes i liked oppenheimer more and every mm-hmm. time i say that i feel guilty because when a lady friend will ask me she was like well of course mm-hmm. you like that movie better i'm like well dude right. i'm sorry i did i loved it right how was <laughs> you're not an ally i'm not i'm not saying that i didn't like barbie. you did love barbie i loved barbie i yeah it was great yeah two different types of masterpieces two just literally one. different movies yes yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, op, but I knew I was gonna love Oppenheimer. You know, are you a Nolan head, Andy? I, not as much as other people, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm gonna watch for sure. You yeah, know? of course. Are you a Gerwig head? I yeah, actually, you know what? 
I think mm. before op, my Barbenheimer list, uh, I, I rewatched Francis Ha again. Oh, nice. Have you seen, did you see Lady Bird? I did also love, okay. I, I didn't know that she directed that till, yeah. till I found out she directed mm-hmm. Barbie. Mm-hmm. But yes, I love that. That's that awesome. was a good movie as well. Wow, what an amazing day for you. I'm genuinely jealous. Dude, it was a long day. As soon as like we walked out, like yeah. we're like walking down the aisle of Barbie, like mm-hmm. into the lobby, like I stopped and I turned to Kevin and like I put my hand out to shake his hand <laughs> and he like shook it. He was like, what's that for? I was like, we did it, dude. <laughs> We did it. <laughs> Slapped her. Yeah. <laughs> what were his views, real quick? Just quick takes. Did he enjoy both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, nice. yeah, we both did. Neither of you have seen it yet, right? I've only seen Barbie, not Oppenheim. I'm trying to see it this week. You have- They're still doing the seven. 70 millimeter screen. I think that's getting, yeah, that might be going away soon. I should so. probably try to catch I know. That I have too. to see it next week. Mm-hmm. Where are they doing the 70 millimeter? I think it's at uh, Pacific Place. So that's downtown Seattle. But Ooh. I know. But you should check Caleb to no, see if there's anything near you. It'd be fun to do they have there. IMAX screenings up north? I doubt it. Okay. But I, I've never looked. There's probably like yeah. fake IMAX. Like if you caught the podcast, Limax. Limax. Yeah, I, I like that. that. Um, Did he make that up? I don't think so. Or is that a thing? Like prestige TV? I think it was It was coined when they first started doing them. Because it was, I remember it happening originally. That's such a snooty <laughs> thing, but also like so funny. Prestige. This is a Limax. <laughs> the real controversy originally was that they were charging the premium price of what was oh, the giant yeah. screen that was like a premium product. And so you'd be like, oh, well, that let's sucks. pay an extra 10 bucks for the movie. And then you'd go, oh. like, oh, this looks like basically the same as a regular movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think That's back lame. then, but... Um, Okay, I'll do my last four. My fourth was Rat Race 2001, Jerry Zucker. Freaking love that movie. Ooh. We tend to watch it a lot because it's just so funny. And actually, mm-hmm. my wife's parents came over for dinner, and they had never seen it. And so I was like, oh. let's show them Rat Race. And they are, loved it. Are you <laughs> saying Are you saying that's your, like, your, that's your like go-to comedy movie? It, honestly, it might. Right now, it definitely is. And it might be. This might have solidified it, this conversation. Is my If somebody hasn't wow. seen it. And they, I know they Dude, like kind of so like good. dumb fun, like just like yeah. goofy mm-hmm. slapstick. Cause it's, it's one of the best, like, it's like slapstick comedies, which it's hilarious. I just, so it's Jerry Zucker who did airplane as the director. Uh, I just watched that. And he also directed ghost. <laughs> what? But didn't he, do- he directed ghost, <laughs> the movie, the sexy and airplane. And airplane. <laughs> <laughs> And he also directed Top Secret, which I think I've seen once, mm. but I don't think, I don't remember liking it, but I, I think it is kind of considered another one of those um, classics. Is that a Leslie Nielsen movie? Val Kilmer oh, cool. is the lead. I don't see Leslie Nielsen on the letterbox oh. description. After that, I watched a new movie, The Flash 2023, directed by Andy oh, Muschietti. Uh-oh. I just was really bored and I was disappointed yeah. because I was just wanted a fun, crazy movie. And even that I was just kind of oh, like, no. what is going on? It was a weird movie. Dude, I watched the YouTube <laughs> clip of just the special effects and I was like, did you see what? the big spinning thing? The big spinning Dude, room what thing? the frick oh, was that? Gosh, Nicolas Cage, what are you doing? Was, That's so it weird. Was, the, it was it was just a real weird movie oh, man. that just bothered yeah. me in a lot of ways that I didn't expect it to. Mm. And I just and I had very low expectations. Yeah. I thought, like you said, Caleb, that you were gonna at least have fun. I still haven't seen it. 
Did you rate it? I didn't rate it. I would give it a, a never gonna watch it again if I did rate it though. Snakes. <laughs> oh, and I just so what? Honestly, that's a half star. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be a half star. Or one star. That's a half star then. Yeah. So you're saying now? I'm, Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm in a real rating, like out of five, mm. like five star. I would give it a half of a star. I'd give it about as low as possible. Wow. I thought it was pretty much unredeemable. Wow. That's and I just whack. like also just like got really discouraged watching it where they connected it to other like DC properties and they've like kind of like confused yeah. the whole timeline. So I was like, wait, so, so I thought weird. you like, erased this movie and is this character in it? And like, and they've just like made it all very confusing. We're trying to like buy into anything in that like movie or universe was like yeah. impossible. And how is Michael Keaton? He was good. I just didn't like, it was just yeah. like if Michael Keaton yeah. did a really good Batman in an SNL skit where it's like, that was cool. Like it was cool seeing Michael Keaton pretending yeah. to be Batman again, but it was like watching a Batman movie. That's what they kind of tried to that was, reframe hate, the movie. They, yeah. Dude, they tried. You know yeah. what bothered me about that? They leaned hard into mm. it. Is yeah, that what? like Michael Keaton, like the Tim Burton Batman? So good. So yeah, first of all, great. The vibe was always dark and like mm. gloomy and mysterious, but then they put that same Batman in this Flash movie, and like in the middle of the sun and in, in a bright mm. scenery, it just it messed with your brain. You're like, this Batman is always supposed to be in the dark. Like, yeah, why is yeah. Batman fighting in the middle of the desert? Like, it just didn't feel right just to see mm. him in like a different lighting. Yeah, you know, also, it was like- strange. <laughs> Just like the overuse of CGI, isn't like you don't want to use light. Like you want to make as that dark scene as, as dark as possible so it doesn't look like rubber. Right. That's crazy. Have you guys, did you guys know like the story it's based on, the Flashpoint like comic book, like art nope. thing? I've heard bits about it just hearing the movie oh, reviewed okay. and comparing oh, yeah. the two, but I don't know anything really about it. I don't. I don't watch many of those like DC animated movies, but that one rocks. I would recommend it hard cool. that one was really really cool mm-hmm. the story overall is like pretty badass mm-hmm. I, was, I heard it's one of the better like dc stories yeah, in general for sure it, yeah i was pretty bummed and maybe it was just like the wrong like vibe but i do think it was just like pretty bad and pretty long yeah it was which is a bummer after that i watched a good movie sphere Saphir from 1998. Sphere. Directed by Barry Levinson, Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone, Samuel L. Jackson, Peter Coyote. Wow. That's a cool name. Leave Schreiber, cool name. Queen Latifah, mm. and Huey Lewis, but no news. Or here no is news? the news. It's really good. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a it's like a sci-fi horror movie basically underwater. Mm. So they they go underwater in this underwater layer and they're investigating this alien golden sphere they found that's like fifteen mm. feet tall and just no one knows what it is or what it's from. And that so this cool. team of so it's very much like a rival where it's like a team of experts of different mm. fields, mm. or like Jurassic Park. A lot like any of those movies where it's like, I'm a paleontologist. And it's like, well, I'm a, you know, a marine biologist. Why are we here together? Like, what well, are I'm they bringing the us here for? <laughs> it's really, really good. <laughs> Samuel Jackson is really good in it. I don't want to say anything else because it'll spoil it about his performance. Mm. But it's mm. it's just a, it was like a really good movie. The soundtrack is really good. And I'd highly recommend it if you like like adventure um, sci fi Cool. I'm going to put that on my watch list. I I highly recommend it. We'll get that on some watch lists. I'm going to put that on my watch list. I I think I'm also going to put it on my watch list. My cues aren't working. 
Andy, are you going to put on your watch list? I'm definitely <laughs> putting that on my watch Bing! list. Bing! <laughs> All right. I just added it to my watch list. <laughs> I like the cover. Yeah, the color's cool. It's just like, it's just a fun, and that, that air is fun. And it's like a really good Samuel Jackson role. And Leif Shriver's in it, which we love Leif, the dog face. Oh, yeah. And Lovely. he's a little bit older than he is in Day Trippers, but it's a, it's it's closer to that leave than uh, most movies, which mm. was fun, too. Cool. And fourth and finally, I watched Nightcrawler 2014, Dan Gilroy, and this was really fun. And I'm excited to talk about it. Any other stuff or questions or things you want to talk about before we move on? Yeah. I want to bring up one thing. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, oh, rest in peace, dude. Yeah, in Paul peace. Rubens. Yeah, that's a real that was a huge, huge dude, bummer. I know, man. Yeah, I, 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 I told myself I was gonna come home today and watch uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Adventure and then watch Nightcrawler, but I just didn't have the time. Yeah, but I'm for sure gonna watch it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You movie. you've seen it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so good. I love it. Great sound. Yeah, it's just like. Um, no, it's it's a bummer. How like old when was, I, he was mm. in like super old, right? He was like seventy, 70 I think. Seventy three. He's mm, been working on a new movie, a new Pee Wee movie for like a decade too. He's been trying to get a new one made. Oh, another oh, one? No. What did they do a new one in the last few years? He they did, did one in twenty sixteen. Yeah, Paul. Oh, maybe Paul, that uh, was not Big Paul. Holiday. Okay, maybe uh, that was name? it. Never mind. Not Paul Rudd. Uh, what's the name of the guy that makes all the comic movies? Paul Feig? Paul no, Rust. I'm sorry, not Paul. No, 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 no. Oh, well, Paul I'm Rust is Judd, in it, and he co-wrote it. Judd, I thought Joe. Paul Ab- Rust is in it. I thought yeah, and he Judd Apatow it. wrote wrote it. Oh wow. Oh, Judd, really? Yeah. I think Judd Apatow did produce it. Oh, I knew there's something. Oh, that's involved. awesome. It, it was a Christmas special or something like that, right? Oh, was I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see it. When I found out, I was I immediately just started watching mm. like like clips from the movie. And like literally everyone, one of them made me laugh. Like, dang it, I forgot yeah. how funny this was. Did you watch Mystery Men afterwards? <laughs> no, but also what? a great movie. My Avengers. Yeah, dude, Spleen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mystery Men. Yeah, he's in a, surprisingly way more than you think. He was in Matilda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the detective. And speaking of Batman, he was in Batman Returns. Was who, he? Were you talking about Spleen? That's his character in Mystery Man. He's got that farts oh. or his like flat Yeah, and, he, and he's got like he's got like <laughs> acne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a big bummer. Mm-hmm. Sad. So yeah, let's um... We ready? <laughs> Is that his laugh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. Let's see if I can get watch list to work yet. Nope. Andy, do you have Hulu? Oh, wait, here we go. Have you seen Rye Lane? No. Which one? Rye Lane. R-Y-E-L-A-N-E. Oh, now you want to ring the bell. <laughs> Rye Lane. <laughs> watch list that. You'd love it. I'm going to watch list Rye Lane right now. Wait, have you seen Sphere? No, but I've watch listed it. I just watch listed it. <laughs> the, all these bells are coming through now. This isn't even me. <laughs> <laughs> That's working. That's awesome. Okay. Um, it really is fun. If you guys watch it, please uh, tell me because I'd love to hear. Definitely. Definitely. And Dustin Hoffman's good in it, but do you guys like Dustin Hoffman? 
quick tangent. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Love yeah, him. He's good. Man. Yeah. Cool. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, I didn't like him, and now I do as an adult. What did you see him in as a as a kid? I think it was Stranger Than Fiction Hook? that bothered. Oh, Hook too. But I don't even know if I realized that was Dustin Hoffman. Honestly, what, That's what about Meet yeah. the Parents? Oh, Meet the Fockers. Oh, sorry. Yeah, second one. Say, <laughs> so Meet yeah. the Parents stressed me out so much. Oh uh, yeah. no, I love that movie. <laughs> I just always felt so bad for Ben Stiller. Every <laughs> wrong decision he made. He's the best. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's take a quick. Um, Couple minutes and then we'll bounce back and talk night crawler. Excuse me, sir. I'm looking for a job. In fact, I've made up my mind to find a career that I can learn and grow into. Who am I? I'm a hard worker. I set high goals and I've been told that I'm persistent. Now, I'm not fooling myself, sir. Having been raised with the self-esteem movement so popular in schools, I used to expect my needs to be considered. But I know that today's work culture no longer caters to the job loyalty that could be promised to earlier generations. What I believe, sir, is that good things come to those who work their asses off and that people such as yourself who reached the top of the mountain didn't just fall there. My motto is, if you want to win the lottery, you have to make the money to buy a ticket. Did I say that I worked in a garage? So what do you say? I could start tomorrow or even why not tonight? No. Welcome back from the break. We are done talking last four. We are on to Nightcrawler. We are slithering the streets with greasy wow. Jake Gyllenhaal and his greasy man bun and mm-hmm. poor Riz Ahmed mm. and poor Bill Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> this is directed by Dan Gilroy. This is his first directing turn. He was a writer before this, I believe, exclusively. And I thought the directing in this was like superb. It was amazing. Like, I don't think it missed, like, really a beat the whole movie watching it. Or this time watching it, I didn't notice anything that, like, took me out mm. of it or was, like, mm-hmm. off. Brother of Tony Gilroy. Michael Clayton, episode number one. Oh, my gosh. And Andor. What? Yeah. Wait. No wonder mm. he could get a movie made. I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, I didn't even realize that. And- and John Gilroy, their other brother, edited the movie. We even said Tony Gilroy earlier during the break, and I didn't register. The Gilroys. Crazy. That's cool. Very talented family. Super talented. You know, I actually could see this being, I don't know, I could this connecting to Michael Clayton now. Way different. Mm. But kind of similar. They're both like these people were like dealing with these like really seedy, like underground businesses. But yeah, Ian, you picked this. What inspired you? Yeah. We kind of talked about what inspired you, but like, uh, what do you think picking it? What do you think watching it again? Well, so I think the first time, I think you said you saw it in theaters. The first time mm. I saw this was on Netflix. Nice. Because I think during this time, so it probably was like it would have had to have been like 2015 or 2016. And I feel like that's when all these independent movies did their theatrical release and then went on to Netflix. Like that's where I saw Francis Hall for the first time. Mm. And I just picked it because... Come on, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Come on. So I watched it, and I remember the first time watching it just being like, that was really cool. Those car chases were amazing. (laughs) Wow, Jake Gyllenhaal is really creepy. And then watching it again, you're just like, whoa, like all these like social undertones and like the just the themes. And you're just like, and you're just like, you're, I don't want to get too far along, but you just like see it in a whole different, whole different lens. And it was really, really cool. And like Caleb said, I think the directing was, 
perfect. The cinematography was beautiful. All the shots of LA, yeah. like from the, uh, yeah. the title sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it, it just made, it made me miss being there so bad. And I just love the, <laughs> this movie made I, you miss Los Angeles. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I think just like the way they made it look like me, too, just like actually. the different, it just made Very it gritty. Los Angeles. Yeah. But just even the scope of the city, yeah. like they just made it look huge. And I know it's already a big was, area, but yeah. like for whatever reason, man, it was just. What, can I to ask you something? That, Ian, okay, go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Andy. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to ask what, why do you think maybe, uh, what made you change the way you watch this movie? Because you said the first time you're like, oh, this is fun. Like um, now, now you saw, you saw well, it in a different eye. Yeah, I think what helped is kind of just reading kind of like the lead up and the production that went into it and kind of just what Dan Gilroy was saying about like the character of Lewis Bloom, who is played by Jake Gyllenhaal and kind of like how he views him as a character like created by today's society kind of Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So like that, I thought that was really interesting. And then after reading some of that and then watching some more scenes or like we watching stuff and you're like, Oh wow. That's like really subtle, but also right. like really hits the nail on the head. Right. But yeah, I love this movie. I think it's a fantastic movie mm-hmm. and I can't believe it didn't win anything. I think this is like literally, I, so I was real quick. Sorry. I was looking at Jake Joan Hall's like lead up to this movie. Yeah. What was the last and this one? Is, this is his run. Okay. Like these are the movies he did. So first he did a pretty low budget movie. Uh, by David Ayer called End of Watch, where he plays a cop. Solid. Oh, it's yeah. a ama- it's a such a good movie. Yeah, it's it's like solid. really gritty. I think Caleb, it's like almost like has a handheld like aesthetic to it, right? Like it's yeah, all it's like, like really goes in their cop cars a lot of it. Yeah. Like very, very so uh, good. <clears throat> so he does that movie. After that, he does Prisoners with Denny Villeneuve. Ooh, Have you seen that movie? Yeah, great movie. Crazy movie. Just insane. Is this a lead up? Like a like how far this back are you going? Up. So end of watch was 2012. Okay. Prisoners was 2013. Then he does enemy with Denny Villeneuve, which was shot in the same year. Another like, and started Denny Villeneuve's ramp up as well. Yes, exactly. And then he does nightcrawler. So that four movie run is just like total like actor transformation. Like you just really go into the role and I don't know. I thought he was amazing. And just like hearing what he had to do or what he did to himself in order to get into the role into like the headspace where he did physically. You're just like, tell me, tell us. So he lost 29 pounds. He was very skinny. He looks so wiry and gone. He was thin. Super unsettling. His eyes were sunken in. Yes. Super sallow. And he was saying how, when he read the script, basically he read it and he thought of Lewis, as like a coyote like just, like that's oh, like his oh, I can totally like almost that. like a totem yeah. and just the way he stalks the night just his like his sallow skin oh, and he basically was like he would bike to work that's cool or bike to set excuse me oh. eat a salad and then essentially like starve himself so in a way that his character louis is like starved for information mm. like just Infection. um affection just like just like really like it's wild it was really really amazing but the coyote i can't unsee now like just exactly he really is especially that last shot the end of the movie when he's just kind of like slinking across the like outside the police station and you're just like oh oh my gosh yeah yeah it really it really set the tone like that was like the end of that was like it made it seem like that was just one that was just like a walk in the park to me like one night 
and like now I'm on to the yeah you know yeah oh he won, yeah. he did it he won the movie yeah he won, and, he won. and that's yeah. I was gonna say that's like you could you could plug Galadity's beats into any other like underdog story. Like if this was like a guy trying to make a baseball team and he wasn't a sociopath murdering people, it would be an inspiring like movie about a person who just wouldn't, you know, cause like, like Ian was saying, or you, like you were saying, the director said it's like, Mm -hmm. it it makes sense that it's like inspired. Like this is a guy defined by modern society. Cause throughout the movie he's quoting business, uh, like business, like rules to justify yeah. his actions. And so like yeah. in his mind, like if, uh, if Riz Ahmed doesn't ask for a raise, then why should he give him one? Even though right, it's just right. like, a de- you, pay, you know, a decent thing to do, but it's like, Oh, these are the business. So he's like, he's like a guy who's like, he's cutthroat. He's, t- he's like a businessman. And he's taking every rule literally. He's like, well, if yeah. this is what the rule is, then why would I ever give somebody an inch? And then that, mm-hmm. you, so I don't know. It's just like a, like, like you're saying, it's just like a good ref- reflection of like, um, where all those, where all those mindsets lead. Did either of you give a synopsis of the movie yet? Not at all. No. Ian, do you want to do it? Or Andy, do you want to? No, no, no. Yeah. I feel like it's, is it, I'll give it a the, shot yeah, it's in the outline, isn't it? I'd actually uh, an outline. Yeah, it's in the outline. Um, okay, it's in this so outline. <laughs> which is in I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the dome. So you guys help me along the way. So right. Jake Gyllenhaal plays Lewis Bloom, who is basically a loner, essentially a sociopath who is a thief. That's where you first meet him. He's literally stealing chain link fence in order to sell it. So he is like kind of a hustler. Yeah. And he's basically a guy who needs a job. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for yeah. employment. And then he finds He's just a hustler. He's a hustler. He's yeah. like an so LA he, weirdo hustler. Exactly. And then he stumbles upon this career or like these jobs that he had no idea what they were or that that he even knew existed, which were basically what I think they call them night crawlers or stringers, I think yeah. another person referred to them, which is basically the people that arrive to like aftermaths of crimes car accidents fires and they're the ones that take footage of the scene sell it to the news um the news stations stations yeah yeah. local news local news sell to them and then that's what they're providing to the, the audience essentially right so then he gets enveloped into that and then gets really good at it yeah he meets rick played by riz ahmed he meets bill paxton who's another uh, another nightcrawler. Night and then he also meets Nina, who's kind of his his go-to Weird. point person, Blah. who is who is like the manager of a new studio, and they have yeah. a pretty uh, intense relationship. Yeah. And yeah, it's basically him kind of discovering this, this like subterranean career and then just succeeding, essentially. Yeah, and it's, it's like and a like success said, it's story. It's kind of like, yeah, like a not a coming of age, but like a coming to success story, coming of success yeah. story where it is like, if it were just slightly different, it'd be like an inspiring yeah. movie about this. Weird we love movies. Figured like this. out. Yeah, exactly. They give <laughs> we love underdog movies. This is an <laughs> underdog just, movie. It just like twists it into this like evil uh, realm. I, yeah. I'm going to be honest. This, it, this time around, it was a hard watch. It was hard yeah, watching sure. it, dude. Same. I like, and at first I was like, yeah, like, why did you guys pick this movie? <laughs> like, this yeah. is hard. Like the specifically the scene where where they're at the Mexican restaurant and he's like pretty much saying, like, 
you you either you sleep with me or you're getting you're not getting any, oh yeah, any, awful. Uh, yeah i know you'll lose your job i was if you like don't have my oh school. god well, i can't i can't <laughs> watch overall it was it, it made it it was like it almost gave me the same amount of stress that Good Time gave me, oh, sure. or like yeah. uh, what's the other one that same oh in Uncut, Uncut Gems, Uncut Gems, yeah, like yeah. not 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 so much just like stress building, but just like consistent stress rather than yeah. it going up. It was just like plateau of stress, and I'm like, oh, dude, can you be cool, please? Especially because the character, you like, don't know how they're going to react to certain right. situations. Yeah, like, like, they could, like if you've never seen yeah. it, like he could snap and slice someone's oh, yeah. throat yeah. easily. Yeah, you slow. Like the the movie does a really good job of slowly making you realize that this guy might be a murderer. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, and 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 he is almost endearing at the beginning, like the very yes. first yeah, yeah, sequence. Yeah. You mentioned he was stealing, so he's stealing metal from like um, construction sites or like uh, abandoned buildings, and he resells yeah. it to construction sites. Um, and so he gets caught by a security guard, and and it's a great scene because it's one <laughs> I don't even remember the first time, but knowing who he is, it go, coming Dude, into the movie right. this time, yeah, I watched yeah. it differently. And, True. Um, yeah. And once he realizes he's not a real cop, you can see his like whole. So he's like talking to the security guard, and he's like, "What kind of cop are you?" And then he like can notice he's a security guard and not a real cop. So he's like, "Oh, you're yeah. a security guard. Yeah. I wanted to be security guard once. I like yeah. protecting I love things. That. I yeah. love that line." <laughs> Excuse me, sir. That gate was open, and I was under the opinion that this was a detour. Let me see the ID. Take it out. What kind of uniform is that? I'll ask the f-ing questions. That's well, a private outfit, huh? <laughs> I tried to get one of those jobs. I like guarding things. Really? Yeah. Here you go, sir. I think what must have happened is I just must have gotten turned around. Or... And then he just beats the guy up. Like, dude, and so once he knows that dude, this guy actually co- has no real authority, <laughs> he's just he's like, oh, I'm just gonna yeah. murder. And like, I, did he I, murder that guy? That's what I this time no, I was like, that's I don't remember. That, they don't. They don't. Well, they don't say oh, anything. I didn't do dude, about they that. Right, oh, what happens to that guy he beats up at the beginning? And see, the first He's time dead. I watched that, that didn't even register. And this time, I was like, "Oh, they tell you right away this guy's psycho." Caleb, exactly. They're, literally, there's no character arc to this guy. He's no. like psycho from Other the jump. Him exploiting he, a corrupt system as like the most like exactly. realizing just how easy it is to like manipulate <laughs> this. Like, if you just have no morals, You're, you can do whatever yeah. you want. Dude, you know what he, I love though. Uh-huh. Sorry, in that scene, Caleb, with the security guard, yeah. he clocks, he sees that he has a watch. He yeah, looks yeah, at the yeah. watch. Oh, yes, the dude. Watch, and then you see him wearing he the watch. He clocks the watch. That, that yeah. guy is dead. Nice. Yeah. That is a dead man. He clocked that clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, he, they do a good job of manipulating the viewer thinking. Because, I mean, I thought, like, when, because I had completely forgotten everything about this movie until I started watching it today. And, mm that opening scene i was like nice he kicked that guy's ass you yeah, know yeah but and then the and then <laughs> but and then slowly i'm like wait he kicked that guy's ass you know like maybe <laughs> this guy's crazy how is this a guy trying to yeah. do his job like yeah, yeah literally like, 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 like an hour. <laughs> and he was kind of like an older guy too he wasn't yeah. like a young yeah, dude yeah. can i talk about los angeles la jobs like that like yeah i've dude i meet so many people that have like all the time i meet people that have these jobs here in los angeles i'm mm-hmm. like you do that 
that you do that here that's a thing here you know and like that example well like this nightcrawler thing like i know that that's a thing here Mm. but like you don't notice things like that like exist here in los angeles and it makes like it like it's a piece of the puzzle that makes los angeles los angeles but this is like the weird Mm. darker side you know yeah or like one of my friends earlier this week told me that he um that he got like a night job because he's he's about to start grad school but he didn't want something like serious so he he got a job for enterprise Mm-hmm. So I guess Enterprise hires a group of people. And so you know how you can drop off your in, your car at any Enterprise. So mm-hmm. those cars, those cars have to make it back to their original lot if they yeah, can. So they hire these people that like it's a crew of, of people that are that are that all hop in a shuttle and then they go to a specific Enterprise and then a bunch of crew they drop they get out of the shuttle and then they each get a car and they all they all they all (laughs) convoy back to to wherever the the car should go and they do that like six times throughout the night and starting at like midnight and like he was telling like my friend's like a normal guy like he's just like a chiller like us but he was like literally everyone that i work with is a weirdo like yeah oh yeah and i'm like especially I'm when like, the jobs course. like yeah go ahead who would do no it? especially when the jobs are from 12 a.m to like 5 30 those like yeah those first off there's jobs that we probably have like like there's like like jobs we have no idea exist but there's someone doing something like you know something ditch diggers or whatever yeah you know? right oh, yeah but that that reminded me of this i'm like I, oh for sure what's his name lou lewis bloom lewis like there's for sure yeah. a Lewis working in something like this. Dude, there's the- Lewis's oh, yeah. everywhere. And I honestly feel like I knew. Stuff. It made me so uncomfortable because I live here and I'm like, oh yeah, oh, God, like I, I need to be careful when I go out. There are probably you know? m- more psychos in Los Angeles than anywhere. I'll be honest. Yeah, and like that, I've met friends of friends that are like, yeah, this is how I make my money. I do this thing, and I'm like, mm. you're a psycho. In respect, somebody's got to do it yeah. at the same time, you know. Well, it's funny because <laughs> okay, what? No, no, no. Because no, just you saying that. When I first saw this, I was like, "That's how they get the footage." Yeah, like I was true. so ignorant never, to that. I had no idea that was a thing. I thought it was news I li- crew, like literally. That, news I always crews, just thought it was right? a news crew that rolled mm-hmm. up. Yeah, yeah. Mm, or like like similar to like paparazzis, and like yes, we know like sure. how much celebrities don't like them, and they can just be yeah. like rude or just like do whatever it takes to get that photo so they can they can get a big payoff you know yeah it's just so oh, weird yeah. it's such a there's definitely some parallels with such a weird world sure. to like i don't know it's it makes me uncomfortable oh for well, sure you know yeah, yeah. and so this is a good way to segue into one of the characters i really liked was his yes. uh, main competitor bill paxton yeah. plays Loved him and so bill paxton is kind of like the the veteran of the stingers and he's kind of established stingers. he's definitely not a or stringers. What did you say? I can't remember. Stringer, stinger. I think it's stringer. Uh, oh, night stringer. Oh, okay. But he's a veteran, and so he kind of refutes Jake Gyllenhaal's offer to work for him. Jake Gyllenhaal wants to learn, so he wants to work for Bill Paxton. He refutes it, and then they end up being competitors. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting because, like, we're talking about how slimy night craw- the nightcrawler industry is 
mm-hmm. as in general, which Bill Paxton kind of represents. But Jake Gyllenhaal does kind of usurp Bill Paxton's like uh, sliminess by the end of the movie, <laughs> which we can talk about what happens <laughs> for sure. But he like is like the legitimacy of that industry, like Bill Paxton. He's like, I got vans like this. I have people that work for me. And like but he's still at the beginning. They're almost uh, like equals or even so. So I'll say the first time I watched this, I viewed it as what you were, what uh, Dan Gilroy was um, spinning, where I was like mm. a younger viewer, I was more naive. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is one of those movies where he's going to like rise up. He's going to cut, you know, maybe he'll have to do some like crazy shit to, to be successful. But ultimately like an anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to end with him being successful and it's going to be like, oh, you know, he did it and he, he got there. And then, so then it, it does happen. But obviously by the time you get there, you're kind of like, oh, that was like kind of gross. So the first time I mm-hmm. watched it, to me, Bill Paxton was like the the gross guy. And then I was like, oh, yeah. but Jake Gyllenhaal is going to do it and do it like right. And then you keep waiting for like his relationship with Riz Ahmed to flip where right. you're like, oh, eventually he's going to like mentor this guy and like take him under his wing. And like he's just being kind of funny with him now because he's like, you know, he's got some kind of mental thing that makes him a little weird. Mm-hmm. But he's right. like ultimate. So so I guess I like Bill Paxton's character because he starts out especially when I came into it as a naive, naive viewer as like the epitome of the sleazy mm. camera guy who's going to stick a camera in some dead guy's face. And he's got it down pat to a business where he's got the cameras or the, the trucks and everything. And then Jake Gyllenhaal almost seems endearing versus that guy. We're almost rooting for him mm. again. Cause it's like the underdog right. thing, but yeah. then by the end, so spoilers, they're yeah. competitors. Crazy. Jake Gyllenhaal ends up beating this guy at the, at the game. I love those scenes by the way. When one would go to the scene before oh, the other yeah. one, would be like, "Hey, bro, it's already gone, yeah. man." I bed back I, there. I, Car's still burning, bro. They already shut I it down, though. Those, those are the best. Yeah. Also, have like, you guys ever just, seen um, oh, not Tornado dude. Twister? Twisters, kill! Yes. I wrote that down. <laughs> I was like, these guys are this. storm chasers. <laughs> yes, it reminded me so much of. Wait, and I, I do it. thank you. And he's in Twister. Yeah, he's the good guy. Yeah. But he kind of plays yes, and then in Twister, there's a bad guy who's kind of like yeah. Bill Paxton in this. Which is <laughs> That's hilarious. so funny. What were you saying, Andy? This is kind of a downer, but I, <laughs> <laughs> after watching this movie, this movie actually did a little bum me out a little bit when I finished yeah. it. And I was like, ugh, it's I gotta depressing. Go. Yeah, but then I was like, I'm gonna go get something to eat that I really enjoy. So I was gonna, <laughs> I was driving to my favorite taco truck. And on the way there, I there I passed by a really a major car accident. Oh gosh! Oh, oh weird, dude. And I was like, oh whoa, so dude. weird. And like the cops were there, like blocking the lanes because it it was like so bad that like no no through traffic was able to pass mm. by. But since I was going the opposite direction, I saw it. But I was like, oh my, this is my brain is. Oh, I don't know. This what, can't be real. Yeah, is, it? is this real, dude? <laughs> You should have gotten out and started filming. Can you imagine if you came to this podcast and you're like, you guys, I night crawled. That's the thing. I was like, should I film this? And I was like, no, what the hell are you thinking? No, keep going. (laughs) Well, that is kind of a thing later in the movie too, right? Where it's like people want to see this. Like one of the subplots in the movie is Nina's character who's the studio manager is like, look, people want to see this stuff. Like for whatever reason, because we're sick in the head, but we want to see car crashes. So like, I need to get my ratings up. I need I need all this footage. Yeah. That's the lead. I want to break it up and do a wraparound from the scene. 
I want a walking stand-up, teaser at five, repeat on the half, and I want the copy to start with a warning. You're going to show this? With a warning. It's excessive. We should have packages like this every day. People are eating breakfast. And they'll talk about it at work. Tie it in with the carjacking last month in Glendale and the other one, the van, in Palms. When was that? In March? March, yeah. It's a carjacking crime wave. That's the banner. Call the victim's family, get a quote, Mike, and you know what to do. Yeah. See, and man, Nina's character too does a bit of a flip too, where at first you yeah, think she's yeah, a victim. True. And she definitely is a victim in certain ways to Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. character's uh, character. Well, she was manipulated by him. For sure. Mm-hmm. But by the end, it's confirmed that she is also a almost an equal monster who yeah. maybe just like yeah. knows how to cover. Like what I got from it this time was she's she's a, the same kind of monster. She just yeah, knows how to true. like dress up better and she knows true. how to wear better makeup and she knows how to present because at the end of the movie. So, OK, so first he he cuts Bill Paxton's brake line and then basically mm-hmm. waits for a car crash report to come in and then films Bill Paxton's car crash because he cut the brakes mm. to his car right cut the competition yeah. yeah yeah so he so then bill paxton gets knocked out because he i assume dies as well in that car crash though he is living mm. when he gets pulled into the ambulance which was a brutal scene to watch him that in, was wild, in, the, yeah. in the what's it called because he has the camera in his face yes. yeah so rude <laughs> like you can see in the viewfinder like bill so rude. Like i would so wild. You would like what do you do and that uh, when someone's got a camera you can't do face, anything you're, you're just like, strapped then, to a gurney bill paxton like you could see his face realizing what happened yeah, now like this motherfucker because he yeah. had to have been going the brakes are yeah. out the brakes are out before right. they crashed you know and then sees him waiting for him there and then so i guess i i, I won't I, we don't have to go into the, the big finale should we get into that it's a business opportunity for the two of them true it's all yeah and she's just as like hot for the video as he is to get it dude that scene Okay, yes, hold dude. on. We need to so, talk about okay, that scene. So, so the- <laughs> Which one? Dude, that scene, dude. The, the, the she, last one? No. Yeah, well, yeah, but there's like a specific part. Okay, hold on. Set up the scene. The end of the movie, the big the big finale, and this scene, Andy, you were talking about hard to watch. This scene that one was, was the like hardest almost to watch. unbearable yeah. to oh, sit through God. for me this time. I think like I had to just, like stand up and like kind of like pace while I was watching yeah, it because you so, knew something was going to happen and yeah, you're like just waiting for it. So Jake Gyllenhaal gets to a uh, home invasion murder scene as mm. it's wrapping up. So he's there for the last like three or four shots of this. He sees the people running away. He gets video of their license plate, of their faces, mm. of every their car. Goes in, films all of the dead bodies. It's a family, a parent and like a grandparent or something. One of them was still kind of alive. (laughs) And so, my gosh. So then later on, these murders. So he has the Mm. evidence to capture these murders. Oh, my God. And he keeps it so he can track them himself and wait for them to create another scene or turn them in in a prime location to create a scene. So basically, he's just like saving. He's adapting. Yes. Genius. We're talking about he's always repeating business yeah. like mantras and this is an opportunity and in business you never like waste a good opportunity and he has an exclusive right. in on two murders just running free across los angeles which if you're yeah. a guy who shoots you know blood and gore what an opportunity so again right. it's that like business logic corrupting his brain and so my god so there's a car crash <laughs> okay we're almost there you're okay, almost okay there. sorry, sorry. This no this weird. is good i'm getting stressed out just here it was longer it. than i thought okay so there's a car crash <laughs> he 
of the murders, the murders have been chased down by cops. They've been, mm. there's a shootout in a Chinese restaurant in Los Angeles, which fun fact was two blocks from my apartment in Los Angeles. Wow. No that was actually way. My, that was my crazy. bus stop that I would get Wh- the bus to go to work. That's yeah. Where so in awesome. LA was it? Uh, it's so they they say it's third and western in the movie, and that is the correct address. Oh, so it's no third and western wow. in Los Angeles, Dude. and I lived on uh, third and Normandy, basically, um, no which way. is um, just like the next. You guys can go check out his apartment now if you want. So there's a shootout at this store. He gets all this footage. Man, we'll have to recover some of this, but I just have to get to this point, no, this for is, me, you know, which no, I should have abandoned good. it. Yeah. No, shoot, gets all this footage. Then they follow them with the most intense chase scene. He's dude, literally rocked, dude. It, I love that chase scene. It was uh, the whole time I, I felt like I was in the car, dude. dude. I was like, oh. my foot was fully on the gas. Yeah. I was like, let's go. And when he's just dude. like totally riding the cop's bumper like he, this cop is in like, like an 80 mile per hour chase and he's like literally like a foot away from it for the whole and i was like how is this happening insane i love honestly it. that was the only time where i was like back on on lewis's team i was like yeah get oh, on those sure. cops is back <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. oh man so so then there's this amazing car chase and it really was incredible like you guys were saying and then the car crashes mm. the the cop and the the uh and the murderers crash mm. they get out to explore Lewis Bloom goes first. He sets him up. And there's two, there's the cop car and then there's the bad guy's car. And he walks up yes. to the bad guy car, or I should say murders. I don't know if they're bad guys, but they're definitely murders. He walks up to the murderer's car and he goes, they're all dead. Get out here and start shooting. And then he walks away. And then Riz Ahmed, his partner, his sad partner, who he's just totally abused this whole time, yes. mm-hmm. hasn't even paid him a dime this whole the whole he's been working for him for like two months and he has never paid him. Wait, right. I thought he was Comes paying out. him thirty a night. He never paid well, him. Then, well, oh, then I he's going to be seventy-five. Yeah. Then ups, I forgot the thirty happened. Yeah, um, yeah. So then, so then Riz Ahmed goes up to start start filming this, and the guy, the bad guy, is still alive and he gets shot. So Riz Ahmed yeah. gets shot three times, Oof. and then Riz Ahmed's laying there dying, and of course, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal films it. Louis Bloom films it. And then into the camera, Riz Ahmed's like, oh, you knew he was alive. And then yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal basically like, you were a liability to my business. Dude, he do- he does this. He sets him up to die because Riz Ahmed was like, wait, I kind of want more money. I want to be paid fairly, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. In the scene, Insane. there's a moment where he goes, well, I guess I have no leverage here. I guess I'll have to just give it to you. And I watched it this time knowing what happens. And he was really thinking, I guess I'll just have to kill you. He was planning it in his head. At that moment, he's like, oh, I have no option but to kill this guy because he's in the way of my dreams. Like my Great Jake Gyllenhaal, by the way. Jake Gyllenhaal has no dreams in that movie. (laughs) There's no way that guy's dreaming. Now now let's get to the part. You're almost there, dude. Thank you so (laughs) much. Stretch. So then, so then um, he brings this footage to Nina of uh, a, like a dead cop getting, sh- mm-hmm. and he's responsible for all these deaths at this point. His own partner lying on the floor dying, and in this video footage, he's still alive, breathing. Oh. And then basically, Nina like looks at him, makes the guy leave, and you think, okay, finally she's gonna be like, "What the heck is going on, dude?" And, and the music is like uplifting. Yeah, what yeah, the this, hell? And it's like this. It's like and swell. It's like, it's like a swell. romantic hero moment. This is like. Ah. In, this is like in Last Mohicans when he finally gets to kiss the girl. <laughs> but she's into him. So the point is she's oh, like she it. is she is caught 
She's got the hots for him because he murdered his partner. She has gold. Yes. Dude, and he was just so ruthlessly willing to do whatever it took to get that shot. She's like, you murdered your partner for me? You can leave. Wasn't that your partner? As a matter of fact, that's him. Oh, I'm floored. I mean, it's amazing. Thank you. I mean, just amazing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for bringing it to me. You're welcome. I want it, obviously. How much do you want it? You tell me. What she she was like, and wasn't that your partner? And then he's like, yeah, I suppose it was. And then that what? like made her feel more. And hot she's like, for that's him. incredible. Or yeah. Something like, and okay. then he says that's amazing. Or something. their silhouettes Real- are staring straight at each other, <laughs> and they're inching closer and closer. And you're like, don't kiss, please, don't kiss. Yes, and then that scene, in that scene that Andy's referring to, as they're inching closer and closer, the footage is paused on Riz Ahmed's <laughs> yes, face. Like his dead face in the background. That. This poor, it's this poor in, child that he misled. It's insane. Those, those two are maniacs. It's wild. Great, great writing. Oh, to, amazing. To like, like to make you feel that uncomfortable. You're like, please don't kiss. Yeah. And then doesn't, and doesn't give it to us. So you're just like, right. God, and it's a lot of a lot of those throughout the movie. You're like, oh my god, I'm glad I didn't see that. But it's like constant. You're just like, please, just. But then you just assume, yeah, right? That yeah, they, yeah. There's a scene where because a lot of I think Andy, you were talking about a scene earlier in the movie where they're at a Mexican restaurant, like kind of negotiating their professional yes, and right. personal relationship. Because yeah, yes. he's like, look, I like you. I want to. I want to make this physical, and she's like, well, I don't want that. But then he really like basically leverages her career right like basically like i know basic i know you have two months or two years left on your contract or whatever Mm -hmm, right and i know you need health care and you need me like the fact that he leveraged health (laughs) care like a basic like thing like that and she is not a young person she is like 50 years old in this movie so like health care to a 50 year old person is very important so just like but regardless anyway but like there's a scene (laughs) where I think afterwards they reference like they had a physical relationship. And I just love that. You don't know what that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it could like be- yeah. Cause he was like, well, something, something about what happened in your apartment the other night. And you're just like, Oh yeah. no, she went through it. But yeah. the fact that you don't know what it is too, like for all we know, it could be like her just like patting him on the head or something like that just makes it way more Man, like, that's not creepier. what happened. No, but you know what I mean? Like, yes. you don't know. Like, you like, I love that they did it's referring yeah. to that she yeah. wouldn't do. It references right. a very specific moment yeah, yeah. Yeah. that is like, okay, we know they, you know, bumped ugly. Uh, but I think it's just a credit to the writing is yes, what I'm referencing. Is yes. like, they don't need to show it. You can, like, the audience and, can, like, fill in the gaps. And you start imagining yeah. what he could possibly It almost be was to. worse to fill in the gaps. I'm like, no, please just <laughs> yeah, tell exactly. me what you did. Well, and it's, it's almost like a scary movie where you'd rather not know True, what the yeah. monster looks like because then you can yeah. imagine it. So if they reference yeah. a horrible sex act happening, yeah. you're going to, whatever you think is a horrible sex act, you're going to imagine. 
You're like, whew, okay, it was that <laughs> yeah, bad. Nice. <laughs> need a sequel for this one a sexy sequel <laughs> but another thing too that i thought oh god <laughs> um night um crawler crawler well i was trying to think of a different thing watch night watchman yeah um <clears throat> like something nighty night Ooh, 90s nightgown good night crawler oh that's good night crawlies that sounds kind of ooby. Um, Are you trying to think of an alternate title or a sequel? Well, a sequel, a sequel to a sexier movie. Oh, yeah. I see. Good Nightcrawler. Yeah. I guess Nightcrawler yeah, okay. still works. Kind of, yeah. You know what my favorite quote in this movie was or scene? Let's hear it. Was when when they're about to s- stake out the the murders, mm-hmm. and L- Lou tells him how much he's going to make for this, and then oh, yeah. he's. He's like, well, uh, well I, I should get more money. And then Jake Gyllenhaal is like, How pick your that? number. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, okay. And then he, Deal. And, yeah. he, he was like, I could have gone higher, couldn't I have? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way oh, higher. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And he's like, "Well, can I can I raise it now?" He's like, "We'll talk about that later." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. You're already dead. How much? Pick a number. You pick a number. Agreed. Wait, uh, what about what about more? You know? Not now. We close the deal. I could have gotten more, couldn't I? Absolutely. Speaking of quotes or just like favorite scenes in general, was when they when Lewis Bloom and Riz Ahmed's character Rick first meet at the diner, and he's basically like grilling him on his past employment, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, tell me your, tell me your past employment and, and what you have learned from each thing. And then, and then Rick was like, uh, I, I was a landscaper for a couple months. And then, and then he's like, well, what did you learn? And he's like, I learned I had hay fever. So I quit. (laughs) Dude, This movie is also very funny. It's like very funny. Also so sad. Riz Ahmed would be hilarious. He is so good. Both the dynamic between the both of them were pretty good. Like every scene with both of them was, were, were, were a hit. Also, Riz Ahmed, so I don't know if you guys know this about him, but he's like a really famous like British rapper. That's right, yeah. This is the first thing I ever saw him in. He's actually like like the coolest guy. Like I don't know him, but he just like his like like vibe. Cool he's like yeah. super yeah. like um, he's swaggy. Yeah, which is like hilarious because in this he's like so pathetic and so endearing yeah. and it's very believable. Like I was shocked yeah. to find out he was a cool British guy after seeing him in this. <laughs> also yes. like the, the same where you find like a like the same way you you can find like a weirdo like lewis in la like you can totally find like a riz in los angeles too you're like yeah i just yeah I, like literally I so I vulnerable don't do anything i can i have five bucks uh, yeah. kind of thing you're, you're like just all right desperate yeah, for a job yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, the minute he <laughs> says that I took like four, he's like, why should I hire you? He's like, well, I took four buses to get here. Yeah. So oh, I, I love that. Yeah. Want it. And, so I was like, and like, oh, immediately man. you're like, oh, dude, what are you doing, man? Please let me help you. And like, you. just stay away yeah. from Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. please. Yeah, like, this don't. guy's not going to help you, yeah. man. Please. And that's what yeah. made it so much harder, too, because there were so many moments where I'm like, walk away, Rick. Yes, just walk get out. Leave the situation. Just leave. And there's so many opportunities where he would, because I don't yeah. think, oh, I don't think, they, like, Lewis would have just, like, let him go. He would have, uh, yeah. it would have been fine. Yeah. And you're just the like, no, you don't need this. And he <laughs> was, like, he was genuine, like, his character was really sweet. Like, yes. like, yes. like the scene, there's a scene where, like, he picks him, I think it was when they were on their way to, to go to the, to the stakeout. Restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he gets in the corner and he's like, what's up, man? Like he just like just that so. just like him saying what's up man, <laughs> and then he yeah. and then uh, uh, Lewis doesn't even break <laughs> doesn't even look over and he just starts talking work, and I'm like dude yeah. you can't even just say what's up back, like he's such a nice guy because he doesn't view him as a person he views yeah. him as like a, uh, a yeah. boom stand for the camera that's what he is oh there you go yeah, yeah. when Riz Ahmed's trying to tell him how messed up he is and he's like. You really you know what I think your problem is? Like, you don't understand people, mm-hmm. man. Cause, like, that's been the problem all along, man. Is like, I just haven't felt invested in this. And that's why I'm not giving it. Now I'll go the extra mile. Yeah. Cause, like, him trying to, like, yeah. tell Jake Gyllenhaal, Dude. like, you could tell he was scared to tell him these things cause he didn't want to offend him. Well, he thought they were buds. It's funny, Caleb, cause you were saying earlier, like, like, Lewis Bloom was, like, citing all this, like, business knowledge and like quoting things and he had like you like you could tell he really immersed himself Definitely. but when i first started watching it like the first half i was like is he just like making things up on the fly like just like <laughs> is he just like trying to fake oh, it till he makes right. it, it kind of seemed like that. that's yeah. what i thought and then because there was a scene where um he's like he's clocking uh like uh, an expensive uh road bike like he's at the oh, beach that was he sees scene. a bike yeah. steals uh, the no. bike takes it to a yeah. pawn shop and he's talking to the owner and he's like trying to get him to like buy it for like two grand. And he says, he's like talking about the bike. He's like, it's a carbon frame, blah, blah, blah. It has 37 gears. And then the guy was like, no bike has 37 gears. Yeah. And then he just stops and looks at him and says uh, uh, $500 or whatever. And I'm like, wait, is he, is he stupid? But obviously not. He, he wasn't. But I just thought that was so funny because I was like, I couldn't tell if like he was actually an intelligent person or he was just like. I think it's a little of both. Yes, and I yeah, think maybe. he's a like he says he makes it very clear he's a fast. That's true, runner, yeah, and he actually is. I think you're right too, Caleb, because there's that montage of him getting very good at like editing the and video. He like I think spouting camera technique and right. cinematography yes. technique because he wants to learn how to be a cameraman, not just so. So then Can he's we talk also about like, that? A good frame, yeah, yeah. Please, no, exactly what you were saying, Caleb. He is an artist. Yeah. He's yeah. by the end of the movie, he's, it's, this is the also f- like a filmmaking movie, which I love yes, that it's yeah. a sneaky filmmaking movie. Exactly. Because there's a scene where you're just, I just got the chills thinking about it. <laughs> but the scene where he goes to a car wreck yes. and he literally moves a body yeah. in order to get the shot. Oh, I loved that scene. Oh, I yeah. loved that scene. Or when he moves the, the photos. He moves the body the in bullet. order to. Oh, and the bullet yeah, holes on the yeah. face. Yes, that was, yeah. That's where you're like, yeah. he has yeah. an eye. Yeah. He's a cinematographer. Yeah. I love that. So I think he got honestly, and I, if, if this is true, it's like incredible writing, but I think he got caught on the bike lie Ian. 
And yeah. he stopped lying after that. I think he realized he needed to do more research. And that's why yeah, when he comes to Nina and their their um, negotiation, he realized if you come with lies, you're not going to have negotiating leverage. And that's right. why he like knows where she works or grew up. Right. He knows her work contract schedule. It's because he realized that if he wants to have any negotiating leverage, he has to know everything he can because ultimately. So, yeah. And yeah. he doesn't have like the social tact or like human shame to not use things that you know you shouldn't or that are weird to bring up. So he's yeah. willing, like when she's like, how he's like, you grew up in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She's like, how'd you know that? And he's like, mm-hmm. it's on the internet. There are lo- everything about you's on the internet. And he goes, well, not everything, but pretty much. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's a I good way. Of, I think that's what made me so uncomfortable about this movie is that he, that pretty much everyone was capitalizing on other people. Yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah. Tr- and everyone's doing it. That's true. Yeah. It's literally a dog eat dog world, yeah. like that. Because, like, again, Bill Paxton's literally doing it. He's just not as good as Jake Gyllenhaal. We right. realize he's not ruthless. He just wasn't yeah. as yes, yeah. sadistic and shameless. Can I bring something up? So I'm interested because a lot of the stuff, like a lot of like the negotiation, is obviously revolved around money, like trying to get a higher price for the the footage that he's he's giving to the new studios and beside and i like it because they give you an insight of how he lives his life which is like very minimal he has like four shirts one house plan he lives in a really small apartment the only expense he has is that badass car right. and it made i just found it so strange that he was so i wonder if it's just because money is the idol in this world so he's hmm. like okay if the more money i make maybe like the more um yeah people will see me but i was just like he doesn't really care about yeah, possessions so i thought that was so interesting he where he was like so yeah. fixed on like the price True. but also like money is everything in he, that i think maybe he just wanted to be the best yeah, definitely. Or, I don't know. That is it was true. that a direct dig at Bill Paxton's vans, maybe? Well, here's the thing about Bill Paxton. That the wait, what do you mean, Caleb? Sorry. Oh, just Bill Paxton brags or something about having vans at one point. Oh man. And then he buys the nice oh, yeah, car. And I wondered if it was yeah. a way of him being like, Oh, you have a van? He's like, like why have a this symbol? And and Bill Bill Paxton minds me like, Why have a van? Because it's like useful like the whole point is yeah. to have the space for your gear but in right. in jake Hall's mind he's like well this car is twice as much as your van yeah and faster also it i was gonna say and so badass i mean it's hard also not to think of drive in the to this movie yeah. too hey that's a great connection so cool thing about this that i learned they filmed it all at night with no permits or, or, or very rarely did they have permits. So they would literally go out at like two in the morning for a lot of the stuff, which is like Jake Gyllenhaal and Riz Ahmed and film when there were no cars around at two in the morning. That's crazy. They had to pick what up you so need- much stuff like that. Yeah. What would you need the permits for Caleb just for filming in general or? Yeah. Well, and if you wanted to like have empty streets at night and it not yeah. before in the morning, like oh, if you I want see to start you, yeah, shooting at eight and, but mm-hmm. so if you want to go out in the middle of the night when it's empty without a per, like being able to block roads, you just have to wait until there are no cars around. Yeah. So right. I'm guessing like a lot of the, the like action set pieces, they would have had to block off streets and stuff, obviously, yeah. but anything with like Jake Gyllenhaal and Riz Ahmed just driving around. I'm pretty sure that was just like the three of them, Dan Gilroy. Yeah. Or I'm sure they had a crew, but it was just super minimal. But super small. Yeah. And yes. this movie cost seven million. So Which is like insane. You, it's insane. It's crazy. Especially for how good it looks. And like it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, real quick Wild. about the cinematography. Um oh crap. I forgot his name. Sorry. Oh, I was just looking at it too. I can grab it. He he did um 
It was Robert Elswit. Oh my gosh, yes. it was Robert Elswit. Yes, he's a cinematographer. <laughs> also, I learned that he is the godfather of Jake Gyllenhaal. What do you mean? Literal godfather? Literal godfather. Oh. That's his godfather. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> the web deepens, man. That's no yeah. wild. Yeah. Wait, who? Wait, so what else has this guy done? The cinematographer. Yeah, I was gonna say so, Boogie Nights. I think. Oh, yeah, he did Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love, There Will Be Blood, Magnolia, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation, Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, In Dead Reckoning, Vice, I think too. Wow. King Richard, Will Smith slap movie, King of wow. Staten Island, two King movies, wow. Velvet Buzzsaw, Dan Gilroy's second movie with oh, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal, which is a weird ass movie. The Town, he shot Salt, Michael Clayton, 007, Tomorrow Never Dies, oh, James Bond, Born Legacy, The Men Who Stare at Goats, Mm. Suburbicon, uh, which is directed by George Clooney, Syriana, directed by David O. Russell. I want him to be my godfather. I know. David O. Russell directed Syriana? Maybe not. I don't know. Oh, Stephen Gagan. Who's that? He also He's directed no Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. And that's like about it. <laughs> 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 you probably should have left that one out. Syria. Hey, uh, <laughs> you can delete that, I think, from your. So I guess this Robert Ellsworth guy is not as cool as I thought. <laughs> Dude, he in fact sucks. He, sucks. <laughs> he did that one. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's. I, I actually wish. It makes so much sense because there were so many shots in this that were gorgeous. And I was just yeah. like, man, yeah. this is just like a guy sitting in a car and it's like the light in his eyes is crazy we didn't talk about the scene where oh the first time that he got beaten to the punch and wasn't mm. able to film and he went and he went back home and he like was staring like gazing into oh the God, mirror and he was he just like screaming and he broke the mirror remember that i believe he cut his hand on that too yeah that yeah yeah it, uh, in real life yeah, yeah i don't think it was supposed cool. to happen right that was like uh yeah, I don't think he the breaks the mirror. Was, I remember and it wasn't that. supposed he to break. It wasn't supposed wasn't to break, break. And then he he gashed his hand in in real life. Yeah, but he didn't break character, and it made it into the movie. Cool, it's amazing. Yeah. That scene I like too because earlier in the movie when he's talking to Bill Paxton and Bill Paxton's offering him a job and he keeps trying mm. to pressure him, uh-huh. and at, at a certain point, Lewis goes, "I feel like grabbing you by your ears right now and screaming in your face." I'm not f-ing interested. Instead, I'm going to drive home and do some accounting. Yeah. And then he kind of walks off and smiles. When he yells at himself in the mirror, he's basically yes. doing what he told Bill oh, Paxton he wanted yeah. to do to him. He he's grabs him by the face and yells it. at him. And so I was like, wow, oh, he's literally yeah. like treating himself the way he wanted to treat like his like enemy yeah. he was angry at. Yeah, so he's not a like complete psycho. He held it in until it was the right time. Yeah, there's some he sort of... He has some resilience. Which makes him even more restraint. evil, maybe, that he's not just the yeah, true... Maybe. Well, I mean, he mentally. couldn't hold it in for for his partner, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all got a breaking point. Going into this movie, like, again, when, Ian, when you hit me up saying, like, do you want to be on the on the episode for this mm-hmm. and i was like oh yeah of course. like i love jake gyllenhaal who doesn't you know so i was like super yes. excited that i get a reason to watch a jake movie and always like i love all his movies that i've seen prince of persia but <laughs> <He's gone. laughs> you had to go <laughs> but i forgot that this one he's a creep you know, yeah. and I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> I'm I'm thinking I'm going into this movie like I'm gonna see my hero, but here he's like uh, the devil, a little tougher." And it, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, and then even I was like, I, I'm a little scared of him now 
as like mm-hmm. an actor. I'm like, I can't believe he can. Well, he was too good at being a crazy person. Like it felt, it was so believable. Like I yes. felt like, is this actually you? He's now a method actor. Like he goes like full throttle into like, he will destroy himself like mentally and physically. Well, I mean, that is pretty psychotic too. In, yeah. in its own. Yeah. 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 I was watching an interview and the interviewer was like, called him a creep. Like he's like, you're a little creepy. <laughs> and then Jake's like, what? <laughs> like, just like, huh? That's and this is like me. And I was like, Oh, interesting. I guess other people are like, Oh, this is the real you. Okay. Oh, you know, what's funny um, that I just thought about his sister has a kind of like an equivalent to this movie, the kindergarten one. Mm-hmm. Kindergarten cop. No, no, no. Uh, Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah. The, the movie where she's a kindergarten teacher. Have you guys not seen I it? Know I don't know. No. Here, let me see. I love Kindergarten Cop. That wasn't it. Um. <laughs> she was one of the kindergartners. <laughs> oh, someone else who I really liked in this movie is an actor named Kevin Rom. He plays one of the other producers. He was like the guy. He was a kind of like the um, the good uh, guy, basically. The good not guy, really, but unquote. I yeah, liked him. Con- I liked his performance. Uh, what else? Is- I like I, him I've too. I have no idea what I've seen him in, but I, I know say, I've seen him in other nice stuff. Him, but- Maybe this is what I recognize him from. The the movie with Maggie Gyllenhaal is called The Kindergarten Teacher. Let me What? Yeah. <laughs> let me just read you. You you guys haven't seen this? No, I tell no me idea. about you, it. Y'all, 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 you guys need to watch it. It's pretty it's like her version of this movie, which is insane. That they both get apart like this. But it says here, Lisa Spinelli is a Staten Island teacher who is unusually devoted to her students when she discovers one has a one one of her five-year-olds is a prodigy. She becomes fascinated with the boy, ultimately risking her family and freedom to nurture his talent. Wow. So very similar to Jake just kind of being like, I'm all in on this thing. I love is it. it. Yeah. Is it more inspirational than creepy, though? No, it's cre- just as cre- it's creepy, oh, too. interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Where, where she right, just, yeah, I'm super curious. Where she, it's just like all like, it's just like a fast train. You're just like, Way dude, obsessive. dude, yeah, chill. Yeah. Hey, back off. Yeah. Maybe it's their crazy eyes. They both maybe have that look. True. They, they have crazy. Yeah. They have really. Maggie Gyllenhaal eyes. can do. She can. Yeah. Like even in roles she's likable, she can cut. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Stranger than fiction. Worth worth watching. Yeah. I'd awesome. Check, I, I, watch oh, I um will definitely watch that. In fact, I might even add it to my watch list. Ooh. I think I'm gonna do the same. Hey, as how well. come? How come you were able to do it so fast when you want to watch list something? I was. I didn't want you to get the good, <laughs> good watch list. Do you want us to watch Sphere? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was bluffing. I've never watched Sphere, so I, was, I really. Oh, they were <laughs> no, not supposed to be so quick to want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, overall, great pick, Ian. I was I was um, delightfully disgusted. I'll say I probably won't watch Definitely. it again for a while, yeah. mm-hmm. but I was pleased at how um, how good it, it held up in the ways it is supposed to, which is not always enjoyable. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's very effective at what it wanted to be. It, it, it also like I feel like I I don't know, like I feel like we'll probably get like another wave of like cult classic movies of like mm. of this era and this prop this movie will probably be in it like a sleeper mm-hmm. of a movie that like he was in but was good definitely you know yeah. i don't even know if this movie was nominated for anything like if it 
if he wasn't the I don't think he was nominated for best actor, which I think is is wild. Well, I feel like it got like the low budget mm. shame. It probably got like depends on what. Well, we we got to look at what play nom. Yeah, we got to look at what came out that year as well. You know, like them sh- true twenty fourteen. Yeah, I don't think it, that couldn't have been probably, that good of a year. Uh, definitely, I don't know. I'm realizing I'm now looking at his letterbox. I haven't seen a lot of his movies, Jake Gyllenhaal's, which is kind of he has a lot now though. He's, he has a lot, but a lot that I'm like. You've seen Donnie Darko, I have, right? I have seen Donnie Darko. There's a movie called Wildfire. I I love October Sky. We watched that at oh, yeah. uh, in high school. But there's a movie called Wildlife that was directed by Paul Dano um, oh, from 2018, crazy. and that awesome. I think I've heard really good things. That's something I want to check out with. With him and Bubble uh, Boy Kareem is Mulder. actually pretty fun. Bubble oh, Boy is classic. Good. Some young Jake boy is good. Yeah. Oh, Zodiac! I have to shout out Zodiac. Oh, I that was a great movie. It's, a, it's his best movie by far, I think. Wow, oh, he's on two Denis Villeneuve, Enemy, and Prisoners. Caleb, you haven't seen Prisoners, I don't think. What? I haven't. I have no. seen Enemy, but I haven't seen Prisoners, dude. dude. Prisoners is insanely good. I heard it's awesome, and I like him. I think it's just one of those stressful ones. I, the older I get, the less I like stressful movies it's, like this, and the it, harder it is for me. Yeah, to, but the acting, like everyone's on top of their game in that yeah, in that movie, yeah. which makes it worthwhile. And I do love and and Jake Gyllenhaal is so good in um uh, Enemy. Right? Yeah, twice oh, so good. Have you guys seen Ambulance, the Michael Bay the, movie? Didn't that oh, just no. come out? It just came yeah, out. Yeah, no, I wanted to, to watch that. Yeah, it looks wild. Dang, he he's been busy because he did. Wait, he was an ambulance, right? He yeah, he's one because he did he did ambulance and then shortly after, uh, Covenant, the Covenant, the oh, I want to see that the Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, so he was in. Yeah, that looks that looks pretty sweet. I I I feel like those came out the same year. I think you might be right. I forgot he's a freaking Marvel villain too. Yeah, yeah, dude, Spider-Man. he's amazing in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, he was really good in those. Oh, and Okaya, he's crazy it's, and really good. I haven't seen or Nocturnal Okia, an- you're supposed to say it. At, oh, Okja. Okja. Oh, Nocturnal Animals. I, that movie's pretty weird. I want to watch that one. It's I'm also I'm a big uh, Amy oh, Adams okay. fan. Love it. She Adam. was she was my uh, celebrity crush for a long time. Makes sense. It does. From the Office, was that when it caught? No. I've just always liked her. It was a rival. She made you weep. Uh, no. Dude, let's just stop talking about this already, man. What? <laughs> Did you guys ever see Source Code? Never heard of it. I love Source Code. I, I feel like I, I did, but I do not remember it. That's um, David Bowie's son, Duncan Jones. Oh, yeah. okay. I think He's, I did. he did Moon, Caleb. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, fun. Yeah, I think Source Code is actually really, really fun. It's like Classic. a like a Groundhog Day sci-fi movie. Oh. You'd like it, Andy. Is that the train one? It's the train one. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes that rings a bell. Hey, Caleb, can um, you go ahead and watch list Source Code for Andy? Yeah, let me hit that for you. <laughs> source Code watch listing right now. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> what were you gonna say? You said Elmo. Oh, I was giving you a drum roll. Oh, I was gonna say I. I kind of flubbed my last four. I. I just wanted to say again what? how much I loved uh, Dead Reckoning. I feel what like I didn't flubbed it. 
Yeah, I kind of flubbed it. I flubbed it. Sounds like you just want to. I messed up. Sounds like you want to talk about no, Mission Impossible I just, I more. Just flub- no, no, no. I just, I just flubbed it. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> is this is this my playing out music? <laughs> nah, I just was looking at all the buttons I have. I need to get some more music. Oh God, he, I saw my done. Scott Pilgrim tunes. I'll take you for a Dude, not not huh. to get back on the subject of Scott Pilgrim, but the sound of that <laughs> hi hat is so good. So good. Hey, um, <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Do you want to pick our next movie? Me? Yeah. Uh, I can yeah, for sure. Uh, you also, have to. I don't want to just throw one in there. I gotta think about it. You're putting me on the spot well, here. Okay, you don't have to. You I mean, I would no love to, but I just don't. You know, I want to pick a good one for you. Guys. Look, Andy. If you're not going to take an opportunity <laughs> when it's placed in front of you, I, I was trying to do Jake. Oh, oh, you're trying to. That was horrible. I'm to, so sorry. Um, let me just uh see real quick. Let me, and we don't have to do it now. I was just throwing it out there, so uh, you have a few minutes to look while we okay. re- we're in, we don't have to be done yet. Hey, I appreciate it. We don't that. have to go. Are there movies yet. that you guys like want to watch, but there's something about it, whether it's like the runtime or just like something that just feels so intimidating? You're like, I want to watch this, but I don't know when I'm ever going to get around. Yeah, to it. Lord so of the many. Rings. Oh yeah, and the uh, the all of the Indiana Jones movies, and now uh, Mission Impossible. You're just piling it on for me, man. Hey man, you you have so much time. I do. Franchises are hard too, when you have that big. You have like three yeah. I should have started a long time ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I've always wanted to watch Seven Seal, and I can never turn that on. What's that? It's the one with. It's like a. I think it's Ingmar Bergman, but it's the famous like oh. um, playing chess with the devil on the beach. Oh, I always see that. Yeah, like it's all the cinephiles like, oh, yeah. uh-huh. that on their Instagram. Exactly, yeah. and that's why I, I'm like, I gotta watch it just so I know what it is, and then I never do. Every time I see that, I think of Bill and Ted. I'm just, yes, I guess like, yes, dude. <laughs> and that's why I've always been so interested. Bill and Ted growing. I'd up, rather watch yeah. Bill and Ted. I feel like it's a bet. You you get the picture of Seven Seal. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You get the gist. Has Dan Gilroy done anything since Velvet Velvet Buzzsaw? I think that's it from from what I saw. I think because I'd love Velvet Buzzsaw was a a kind of a mixed bag for me. I definitely didn't like enjoy it. I'll say, yeah, I appreciated a lot of things. Oh, and his Dan Gilroy's wife is in it again. But I hope he makes more movies because Nightcrawler is just like so solid. It's, it's I think he's more wild. of a writer than a director. I think that's like his his go to. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. Hey, can I can I suggest a Instagram page for you for the both of you to follow? Heck Absolutely. Yeah. Besides you guys, it's the only other movie related Instagram that I follow, and it's called Freeze Bloody. Frames. F R E E two threes. F R 
E E E Z frames. Oh, Freeze frames. But so this guy just posts and like I get a lot I get a lot of my watch lists from from this page. So like mm. for example, he'll like post like once a week and it, and like it'll just it'll just highlight a specific subject. So like some of the best corporate films and then he'll give you like five and then some of the great films from Asian cinema and then he'll give you five of those. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so like every week it's like a new a new subject, but yeah, I, I base a lot of my like I don't know, like if if there's a subject that I really like, like yeah. I don't like I don't know this one's the first one that I see films that are 90 minutes long. I'm like, "Oh, I like that idea." And then I look at them like, "Oh yeah, I'll watch that. I'll watch that." And then I watch list those things. Andy, can I suggest one to you? No, I only do two. To check out? I only do two. Okay. No, no, tell me. I think you showed me this one, Caleb. Seen differently. S-E-N-E. Yeah, that like one is amazing. That one's really, yeah. really good. Shout out to Seen Differently. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about really, it. Really, really cool. Is it just both? They basically do two scenes from different movies, but they're somehow like connected either visually or like the color palette. But it's from two differently. Here, I'll show you this one. So this is Indiana. General Grievous from. Oh, yeah. In Indiana, it's like because there's a, that scene is like a face-off scene, and it, they're they're just very good. Oh, cool. I, I, I like what like it's like a nice little does. puzzle piece. And it just kind of yeah, exactly. It just kind of creates an alternate. I, yeah, edit. I do like that. Yeah, it's like this. <laughs> this is from the village of him opening a cabinet, and then it's full of porn, which is a scene from the movie Election. It's very funny. I think they're very good. Yeah, he's very. He does some super clever stuff um, yeah. with that idea. <laughs> I'm laughing at some of these already. Okay, that's amazing. All right, well, this has been really fun. Any last thoughts on Nightcrawler? I think more people need to watch it, especially if you if you haven't seen it. It's if on. If you haven't seen it, I'd highly recommend at least yeah. to watch. It's heavy. It's on Max. There's some, I guess. Tr- heads up. There's a lot of very violent, like or uh, very uh, realistic depictions of like violence and like people people that are hurt and injured um so i guess a little warning there can get pretty messed up <laughs> wait you saying that caleb remind me of the scene where the newscasters get the footage of like the in uh, home invasion and they're literally describing everything as it's happening and you're like why oh my is gosh. this being televised <laughs> oh, dude. Like, oh my god and we're hoping that crib is empty <laughs> the and you're baby like, part was wild oh, yeah <laughs> And then you can hear Nina, the producer, just being like, harder. Hit it harder. Yes. Yeah. Danger. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh like, oh, my God. And I really wonder how accurate that is to what they are like. I hope if it's, it's just oh, right. sure. Like, right? To some degree. Yeah. Somebody's got to be like that. Definitely. Andy, what's the movie? Well. Well. Uh, what are we watching? The Mayorwitz Stories. I love that movie. Oh, and I still haven't seen it. Oh, good. It's Noah. Which we did Francis Ha, directed by Noah Baumbach. I was afraid I was afraid of saying it because like I, I don't know. I thought maybe it would be time for like a bigger movie. Like this isn't like a very popular movie. But I really enjoyed it. But because like Nightcrawler's kind of like, you know, wasn't one that hit. So I was thinking maybe I should do like a big, big one. But I really enjoy this movie. No rules. No rules. Yeah, is the I love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, All this right. is good. Dustin Hoffman, I just watched Fear. I'm glad that you haven't seen it because you're going to have fun. Yeah, I'm excited. It's um, 
It's an amazing Adam Sandler performance. Like genuinely yeah, like stunning. Interesting. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm very excited to watch this. It's Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler, Adam Driver. There's one nice. more. The sister. The actress Elizabeth Marvel. Yeah. And they're all siblings in the movie. Also, sorry, I can't we can't leave we can't leave this podcast without saying um how good Jake Gyllenhaal looked in this movie. The oh, uh, yeah. outfits were spectacular. Yeah, I loved I like his man bun. I liked his man his bun. Shirts, I saw it. Uh, oh, his pants. I thought his shirts are crisp. I loved his glasses. Who's the stylist for this movie? Let's give Jake him a hand. Hall. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> his personal wardrobe. <laughs> hey, Jake, you want to be in this movie? Yeah, only one deal. I bring my own clothes. I only got three shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I bring my own clothes, all right? How about that? You got yourself a deal. Sign on the dotted line. Okay. Any last thoughts, anybody? Is this it? This is it for me. All right. On my end. Well, favorite quotes? Oh, I got one. Pick a number. If it bleeds, it leads. Oh. Nice. What was yours, Andy? Pick a number. Pick a number. Oh, good Two. One. Oh, 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 that was the quote. That's I get the it. quote. <laughs> <laughs> what oh. number am I thinking of? <laughs> Mine will just be hit. Just, ah, when he's yelling into the, In the mirror. mirror. That's a good yeah. <laughs> The mirror. All right. Go watch another movie, everybody. Go watch a movie. Good night.